want to know what a zero wrote in his family's receipts. There's no fucking money. You're supposed to be earners. That's why you got the top tier positions. So each one of you go out to your people on the street, crack some fucking heads, create some fucking earners out there. We are back again. Welcome to Good Earners, reviewing The Sopranos. And here on Good Earners, we like to talk about family, finessing, finances, and feelings in the world of Tony Soprano, bringing you a new perspective, a fly perspective, and a black perspective. This guy was listening to the pod, and he said that the Mulians actually have a good podcast. The balls on He's this Mulians. guy, all three of them. He said that? And I said it's only two. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> brothers, <That's funny. laughs> what's going on, child man? What's going on, fellas? Uh, nothing much, man. Feeling good. Hey, I, I, I didn't point this out before we started recording, but man, is that velvet, my nigga? I mean, you know, <laughs> what are you going? What are you going? How you? I am okay, what, what you, do, you know, hold up. He got the, he got the brown velvet on. It's gonna be one of them. Okay, that's you, a, that's okay, an Artie Buko special, right there. Oh, don't do that. Oh, see, look how you see how you do. You I can see Artie in that. That's us. That's us. When they cloud you with a compliment, oh, you dirty, bro. That's crazy. You good? Mike really good. Artie with Artie had that. Artie, no, Artie cool. Artie cool. Come on. Artie had that on with the. Earring in there. Look at him. Come See, on, this guy good, bro. Oh. I, I was feeling good about myself. <laughs> hey, man, this is what do you say? Coming to America, this is, beautiful. this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Oh, man. But uh, I'll get into a, a quick little announcement before we do that. Spike Lou, what episode are we reviewing today? This is season four, episode seven. Watching too much, excuse me, season four, episode seven. Watching too much television what do you know what do you say holly walnuts is oh, back man. in the building after four months inside carm's cousin brian puts tony and ralph on a brand new real estate pay play a wants to marry chris to help her out of her fed situation ariana has a new man and tony seems to give this man his blessings and paulie he takes his complaints about being left out to new york this is Season four, episode seven, watching too much TV. All right, we appreciate that. And Spike, I if I don't if I don't correct you, they're gonna go crazy. So it's Irina. Irina. I'm gonna get these get the black way. Oh, oh, I we remix it. Exactly. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. All right. That's what we do. We remix it. Nah, but um, what do you hear what he say? Uh, real quickly. Uh I have a new I have a I uh I have an air that's on the way. And so with that being said, I'm going to have to take some time off. Uh, no, seriously. Carry uh, on the Montesanti name. <laughs> carry on yeah, the Montesanti name. Montesanti name. <laughs> no, seriously, y'all, though, uh, just be on the lookout here. Uh, we'll keep y'all clued in. Keep a watch on the Good Earner Pod underscore Sopranos Instagram page for any announcements as far as that goes or stay tuned in. We'll try to keep y'all clued in as far as if we'll get through the season before, because I have a, a child on the way. So uh, I know people look forward to the Mondays and stuff like that. Of course, these two brothers, they're m more than qualified and they're going to keep you guys uh, 
tuned in to some great content that we'll do in the meantime. So I just want y'all to be prepared for that, but y'all will be in a loop. Y'all don't have to worry about time off. There'll just be some things that we'll uh, clue y'all in on. Yeah, take a small break in between episodes, but we'll still be dropping content. Yes. So we'll continue on, but y'all just stay on the lookout. Uh, and one more thing, more a little more business. Uh, there's a listener. Shouts out to Dean Miller. He's, he's, he's from London. Uh, which is fire, you know what I mean? But he, he, he so he emailed us. Y'all can email us now, goodearnerpod at gmail.com. But he emails and says, Love, love, love the podcast. Every episode of certif- is certified made. Uh, looking forward to all uh, you all discussing the later episodes, especially your take on Blue Comet. Uh, he says, episode. He says, I have a question for all of you. If Tony was in, in the New York family, uh, would he have done well in that life and in the life? And would he have made a, would he have been a captain or a boss? And was, was New York and was he New York level in New Jersey? So three questions kind of, would he have been a boss or just a capo if he was in the New York family? What do y'all think? Oh, uh, well, to answer the first part of it, would he have been successful? I think it was, was that part of it? Would he have been a success? In yes, would he have done well in the life? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely would have done well. He would have done well no matter where he goes. It reminds me of the uh, uh, Jay-Z when he mentions how, you know, if Bigger if survived, you know what I'm saying? Hope mm-hmm. wouldn't be in this position. Like, nah, yeah. Tony going to be Tony wherever he is. Like, he mm-hmm. just, he can sell it. That's just who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and certain people have that characteristic. It would be interesting to see. I don't know if the, the quick chain to the top would have been there for Tony. You know, even when we think about how he got the top spot here, mm-hmm. we look at season one and, you know, Junior's oh, yeah. a boss, but I'm playing boss underneath. That ain't flying to New York. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I think if you're born and bred in that, I think for no no question, it wouldn't be now. I don't think at this age he would be because you see Carmine still kicking. I'm sure the other families, they still got going. Then you got other hands there. You got Johnny Sack. You're competing with more people. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely think he could do it. He'd definitely be a capo status at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, boss would take some maneuvering. I don't – the real question I want to ask is, so where does Johnny Sack play in this? Is Johnny that, Sack – That's is, the – if, yeah. if there's a – would Tony play Tony t- to John S- – Year to Tony, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Mm. What we'll say you, Spike? Great question, though, um, Dean. Like I love, I love really thinking about stuff question. like that. Mm-hmm. That's a really good question, Dean. I, I think he would be successful in New York. I I don't think he would have been a, a awesome. I think he probably would have had his own crew, been a capo maybe. But uh, New York would just, I think it would have just been different because, like Rich mentioned, the uh, the bloodline. Like it's the Soprano family. Like his dad and Junior built that, and um, I think that had a lot to do with Tony shooting up to the top, as Rich was saying. But I, I do think he would be a capo, and I do think he would be successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with y'all. I think he would have been successful capo. I don't think Boss. We still got to remember Phil Leotardo. You know what I mean? Like he got out, and so I just think about. That timeline, maybe Tony could have gotten boss if everything played out like it did, but he was in New York. The timeline between Johnny Sack's demise uh, or like somewhere in that timeline. Those people would have mattered 
if he was in another family though right this like oh well, yeah, right. family is just one of the five Mm-hmm. So I think the, the the question is, if he was in one of the other four families, would he have made it to boss? I still think he would. He wouldn't I think, have he, I think he could have been boss. Yeah, I think he could so. make his way there. It's just not at the if if that was if this was about New York, Tony, Tony Soprano would be 50 years old, 51. He wouldn't be late 30s, early 40s in mm-hmm. New York. That would take some time for him to get to boss status there. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. In Jersey, he's a big fish in a small pond. In New yeah. York, totally different story. Great, yeah, but glorified, thank you. glorified crew. A glorified crew. They looking down on the Jersey crew. crew. Uh, and just like that glorified crew, we are here to break down this episode. Us three glorified crew members here, and we jump right in. Paulie is at the Bing. What do you hear? What do you say? And man, it seems like we haven't seen Paulie in a grip, even though he's quietly been in and out throughout the episodes uh they play his joint they play a slap that's paulie's joint he's locked into the lyrics locked into the bars locked into the beat and bobby bacala said man why is this his song what did y'all think about this scene this opening scene of the return of paulie gotieri Uh, it was really just a welcome back to paulie just that energy that charisma that he brings to the screen um, the biggest thing was obviously that just because I'm home don't mean that the beef is off. Um, he immediately, as soon as he's talking to Tony, like, you know, like I'm struggling. I need this. I need that. Like, mom's almost got put out of Green Grove. It costs this amount of dollars. And Tony's like, yo, we throwing a celebration for you, my man. It's like, there's a protocol to this. Like, you can, all that can wait. Enjoy yourself, man. Get laid. Have some drinks. Enjoy your freedom. Eat some fresh food. And we'll get to all that stuff later. But Paulie feels like, hey man, like I, as he mentioned before, I go back to your pops. Like I need stuff taken care of now. Like I know I'm getting envelopes, but I still got grievances, and that's what happens when you don't express yourself. That's what happens when you just hold this anger in. You start help. You start acting weird and funny. There's a scene I think in another episode, maybe next episode, where Sill and Paulie have a little conversation. Oh yeah, um, and, and Sill kind of calls him out on it. Um, so yeah, Paulie just got all this shit festering up. Good to see him, though, man. It's good to have Paulie back. Hmm. Definitely good to have Paulie back. I do think that is, as Rich said, it's from him fashion, but it also plays to his, like, that's what we know Paulie for. You're always bitching. Like, it's always something. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. But it seems like this is more, it's deeper than that now. It seems like it's really starting to bother him, as we'll see, of course, later in this episode. So I think they did a good job of developing how he could be away with his character like yeah it was bad at first but that's worse like you said he didn't even really acknowledge money he grabbed it from tony just stuck it in his big uh vest and went straight to complaining he's like i could have used this when i was gone fucking bills and whatever he says so it's, it's probably mm-hmm. probably facts and it is one of those things where right away when you miss your guy like or miss your people so whatever it is and they come home and then you, you remind like oh shit Right. Certain people got a time limit. Like I, I fuck with yeah. them. They're my guy, but I can only be around them for X amount of time before That's I start losing fact. my mind. That's big. Tony, <laughs> like, damn, man, kind of like, shit was bro. more peaceful when your ass was gone. Like, right, come up off right. of it a little bit, bro. Seriously, like, um, but cousin Brian, bro, he is reaping the benefits right now. Like, he is living his. <laughs> he is wilding right now. And I don't know about y'all, but I've definitely been cousin Brian before. I definitely was around them dudes that was them dudes, and I wasn't one of them dudes. Definitely been a cousin Brian before. 
Uh, okay, so I, I thought you meant you was on the same stuff Cousin Brian was on. Oh, no, That's no. That's what I thought you meant when you said you did Cousin Brian. <laughs> no, let me. Okay, I thought you was. I, guess, so I told you about your words, Do I need, man, do I need to get into specifics? <laughs> 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 yes, nigga, you need to get into specifics. Uh, but, yeah, no, that's just funny. It's just good to see Paulie home. But it is. And then also that part of, like, he feels like I, I got some in with New York. You know, it's that thing where it's like, uh, old girl ain't really treating you a certain way. It's like, you don't even know. Old, old girl over here really kind of, she really kind of showing me a little love over here. I could really just step on out of here and move. Like, that's how Paulie's thinking about New York right now because of the, the Johnny Sack relationship. He's thinking like, I'm going to get this off because if not low key, I could really. And boy, we're going to see how things really change dramatically for Paulie. Um, <laughs> um, but they, they're having a good time at the Bing and uh, we get Adriana and she's watching TV y'all know this movie or whatever this is because y'all always catch these things uh, yeah it's an episode of something um, it's not murder she wrote it's like murder something okay uh, damn it keep going I'll okay. forget the name of it uh, but Adriana gets the idea about marital privilege to by marrying Chris uh, early, she feels like it, it'll keep her from testifying against him being her husband based on the television show. Anything y'all want to add to it, or is it just set up for y'all? Well, they're really driving home the idea that Adriana's an idiot. She's a complete <laughs> idiot. Like, I, never, I never really picked up on it as much as I am now watching it, how like they really got her as the dumb blonde. That's a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. I could say I uh, kind of understand it, but I was yeah. gonna say the show. The show is called Murder One. Mm, Murder One. Yeah, Murder One, and uh, obviously the namesake, the episode, man, the episode title. Watching too much Watching television. Too much TV. Yeah, I mean direct correlation with that. The fact that she get, that this I, was going to be the answer to her problems is insane to me. Yeah, I, I get weak every time I see the dog. I've been meaning to say that for the past few episodes. Every time <laughs> yeah. I see the dog, I get weak. Um. But yeah, man, I I agree with Spike on that one for real because it is glaring. Um, and I don't know, man, because when you first watch The Sopranos or your first few times, you just you know that Adriana's more than just the you know the the good looking girlfriend, but you never remember her to be like this. Like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what you want? And it's very glaring this go around. Like, damn, are you really? Yeah. She really I don't understand why you with Chris. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. I yes. mean, she's That's really perfect. just a good looking. She's a glorified girlfriend. Like, <laughs> I think you're more sympathetic with her the first couple of times watching it. But now as I'm watching it, I'm like, man, she like you said, like she kind of slow. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, it, um, Yeah, it's crazy. Like watching this like this is like a documentary. Like this is like, uh, you know, real time like info. Um. But as 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 you say, dumb as it is, I don't think this is that ridiculous. Which part? The concept that thinking that works. I don't think it's that ridiculous. Like, I, I for a person that's not that don't fully a person like Adriana, a person I don't really understand fully. I don't think it's that. There's been more ridiculous things, but I don't think this is that ridiculous to me to think that. Um, I, I agree yeah. with you there. I get what you're saying. I think it comes back to what. I think the past couple episodes, Spike has been talking about 
at this point, you kind of in too deep. Like once they start calling the salon and once they start pulling up on you at the mall, you got to tell somebody, even if it's one of the other wives, like you got to get somebody else involved. And she keeps kind of digging herself deeper. And I don't know, man, it's, this is like, this is like ordering the, the jewelry out, out the back of the double XL magazine, out back of the source and thinking it's real. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of one of those situations. Like I know this ain't like, going. And this wasn't before the internet. Like even before she says to Chrissy, let's get married, you would think that she would take the step to go to the lawyer before she made this leap and figure out, is this true? But she just watching too much TV just went off that mm-hmm. and then shot to it and then didn't figure out to the end that, you know, it was something different. That's a that's a great point. Not once did she fact check. It sent somebody else to say something for her to be like, you know what? I should have probably checked this yes. before I start getting into this legal agreement about marriage and mm-hmm. everything else. Um, So, yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. And it kind of fits because she already was engaged anyway. So it wasn't like that's why I said it's not that crazy. It's not like, oh, I came out of nowhere. But uh, uh, but cousin Brian wakes up at the Bing. I don't know how cousin Brian is getting this off, bro. The only reason I say that because he definitely comes off as this square dude. You know, what I mean, that's like, you know, we seen his wife uh, episode or two when uh, when Tony talked about the blue dress meeting. Uh, um, Carmella, and so he just this is, throws me, but he speaks to that blue, that white collar, white dude that comes up like, yeah, hey man, hey, how things going? Hey, nice guy, hey man, it's, everything's all right, yeah. And he's he's dirty in the mug versus them looking at the black person like he's over here, but he's actually committed in his relationship. He just he's the worst. Like when I look at this dude, I'm like, all right, man. Like yeah, he, uh, he he went to college, <laughs> man. He he went to college. That's nothing. That's it. He, they suppress all that. Like once you. I go into college, I kicked it, I party. He was probably a wild dude. I go the married route. I live the straight and narrow. Like his excitement is different from Tony's. And I think that's mm-hmm. a it's a big contrast. You see that straight up. Like this is the average working Italian American. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is Tony Soprano. So you see that lifestyle difference. But I'm not surprised that he still got it in him. Like it's bachelor party at the spot or whatever he told his yeah. wife. Um yeah. he seemed like a pretty eight. He knows where he stands too, and I think that's what's cool. He ain't trying to. The only normally people that try to get close to Tony or are close to Tony that's not a part of that thing, they try to like finesse their way into a favor or reap the benefits of it. Where mm-hmm. Brian really on some like I'm just you just family, bro. I don't want none of this. I'm I'm cool. Yeah, uh, but he's taking he's taking advantage of it. So yeah, yeah, and I think he may have two people covering for him too. Like if his wife gets suspicious, I'm sure, or I'm I'm guessing. In order to prevent embarrassment, Carmella kind of step in. Oh, they're you know they're not doing anything because she 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 you wouldn't dare think that Tony or she wouldn't want anybody to think that Tony was doing stuff behind her back, especially probably one of her cousins or somebody like that. So I think in order to save face, probably Carmella would lie for him and Tony would lie for him. So his wife probably wouldn't be none the wiser of what he got going on. So you, you, and he's a bad liar, as we see later in the episode. Yeah, and he ain't even a good liar. This is see, so th- I think th- Tony and Carmella keeping him, keeping him. You know, that's a great pull. That's a great pull because I, I definitely could see that. This is what Jackie Junior could have been if he, <laughs> I, yeah. you know, in a weird way. This is what Jackie Junior could have been if he could have stuck to the books. If he was smart enough smart. to stay with the books, that's he could have been affiliated with them like that. But he swore he was one of them dudes. You know what I mean? So I look at cousin Brian like, bro, Jackie, you could have really, I mean, he ain't got this type of intelligence, but he could have finessed his way and found a way if he was smart enough and, and wasn't so arrogant and ignorant. But hey man, shout that's out to a cousin. great, that's a great <laughs> pool. 
Like, seriously, that's exactly what he should have been doing. I, that's what I tried to do if I was in that life. For real. I'm trying to be with y'all, but I'm connected. Shit, I'll be, mm-hmm. your, you know, I'll be your accountant. I get yeah. free Billy Joel tickets and everything you know I mean? else. I get a lot of the benefits. Let me get a I, ain't gotta worry. I, can, I can go to sleep at night. <laughs> For real. I ain't got to worry about no dumb shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah coming that's home all late. <laughs> I might even get, get a protect out of it. Exactly. Man. That shit crazy. But they I get up. I don't know what to do. Man, but they get up in the morning. These guys in their forties living like rock stars, bro. I'm like, man, you're like they wake up hungover, all responsibilities, eh, whatever. Hey, let's go get some breakfast. And um, Tone, to the job, man. Yeah, yeah, man. It's it's just, every time do. I see this, I'm like, man, these dudes. It's what we do, baby. No, this is what they do. It's, so a, mind, it's a mindset. It's, it's yeah. there. We go. It's a mindset. Uh. But that, uh, but Tony Bryan and Ralph they're eating breakfast and they discuss this HUD thing, and how the the minorities get all of the advantages from the government, like cheese and milk and food stamps. Uh, <laughs> and then they do this moment where they're, they're going into it, and, he's, and and Tony's entertaining it, and then they pan out of it. What do you think? Why you have to, why you think that was the direction they went in at that moment? That was just a very interesting cut. I always just took it as you don't need to know the actual details. Like you just know that a play is being made. They're going to use the rest of the episode to see how that play actually works out. Uh, Cause when you think about it, that, that transaction doesn't stop here. They kind of, they probably could have said how it works all at this scene. And then that takes away from the rest of the episode. Like I don't need to see it cause you already told me what happens. So for them to know that, Hey, a play is in here. Now we get to see in real time what this play is um, pointing out, that this actually happens in real life as a viewer. Um, so I think that's why they did it. But it was very interesting, man, as far as how people get plugged into certain deals. Because mm-hmm. I always wonder, like, with Tony, Tony doesn't bring everybody in on that. And Ralph kind of stumbled into it himself. He's the one that said, I'll go with y'all to breakfast. And he's the one that brought up, like, you got any good business investment. So he kind of, once he started talking, Tony saw the play. Like, now nah, keep going. Like, let me hear a little bit more. And then they realize, all right, cool. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit more because, you know, as we know, Ralph was bragging around town. I got some thoughts on that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it was one of those neat things that David Chase does with the, the making of this show. It was like, I was like with civilians, so you don't really get to get in. There we go. On the, the mm-hmm. yeah. and Q. <laughs> of it. You get the gist of it. Yeah. And then it's kind of like Tony, you know, walks off of some shit like that. And then too, as Rich said, we got to see it play out. Like he 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 gave the general synopsis of it, and then you see, oh, nobody's gonna move into the homes. We're gonna raid the homes. Like you you got it subtly throughout the rest of the show. So I think that was that was great. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think that both made great points. I agree. I think that it's kind of that that moment where you're so engulfed, like we're at the table with them, we're listening in. We're, you know how people lean in at the table when they're talking about something confidential. It's like we're leaning in, watching them talk about the hood scheme, and then as soon as we're trying to figure out the whole details, they pan out like, nah, y'all, y'all can't even get in on this scheme as a viewer. Do you, <laughs> do you think when uh, do you think when people find our podcast, they they say to themselves, there are more fucking podcasts for these deadbeats? I swear to Christ. <laughs> 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 Yo, that was the code over right there. That, that, there it is. Look at him. Like, <laughs> hey, you inspired me, man. What yeah. I'm say, hey, I'm in awe of you. <laughs> I'm in awe of you. I love it, man. Oh, man. 
Uh, yeah, definitely, man. But uh, hey, Ralphie, funny man. The racism is your fucking chefs kissing this show. Yeah, oh, they always do it. They yes. nail it. They nail it. You know. But uh, yeah, this is the best Sopranos podcast though. For those that are just now tuning in, just let y'all know. Uh, well, no, no, can I just can I highlight one quick thing? Yeah. This is you know my favorite thing: expression acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Tom, when when Brian's telling him about how it works, you get the guy to front you, and they might be worth a hundred grand a piece. That look that Tony had, like mid bite. The way his eyes got big, and then he kind of you see him going left to right, him calculated it in his brain. That's just incredible acting by James Gandolfini. Like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, you, that's like you saw how Tony Soprano is what he is. His brain just turned on to another level. Hundred grand? What? Hold on, we can. He put the play right to right then, right there. That's why I said he can be a boss wherever or a copo at least, yeah, anywhere and have his own crew because he's a leader of men. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Great, great, a great. Pull back on that one. That was that's you right. That detail of like putting you can literally together. see him connecting the dots. Yeah, okay, literally. I know, the, I know the dude who can do this. I know the dude who can do that. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's like the, getting a big scheme like that off of a, a hangover breakfast is crazy. Yeah, and it wasn't even planned. It wasn't normally nah. Tony has to play, and he needs people to do it for yeah. him. That's he why you need that. Like, oh shit. That's why you need them that's connections. How they business work though. That's how they business thrive. Yeah, that's that's how like it. That. Th- yeah, that's how it thrives. Up on shit like that. Even when going all the way back to the sporting goods store. Oh, like, all right, man. I, I ain't make my do living this off of this. You, <laughs> yeah, I ain't want to do this shit to you, bro. But, right. Hey, Artie Buco. Like even the Artie Buco play. Like I, you yeah, saw I get, this three plays. Yeah, ahead. exactly, bro. Like I got, I got to get you. I gotta get you. I'm sorry. Living, man. I got, I got a kid in Ivy League, man. That's how I make a living. I'm sorry. That's how I just. Yeah, bro. Like. Oh man, you gotta love this show. What, what Clay Davis say in the wire? Shit, I'll take any motherfucking money if they're giving it away. If they're giving it away. Giving it away. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good stuff. Another cross reference rich moment. Uh, we get Furio and Tony, and uh, Tony leaves the car. Uh, this, is and, filthy. this is getting filthy. Oh, this is yeah, getting disgusting. It's getting to be annoying. Yo, it's getting to be annoying now. This is this is nasty work up. right now. This is like big nasty energy, bro. Like he he pulls out the pictures and like he starts flipping through it. Uh and I guess they took pictures at what his housewarming. And so mm, he's yeah. so he's looking through the photos. He gets a little stare on. This is the original version of uh Instagram staring at the photo, hitting the like button, or not hitting the like button, but low key. Look, this is that joint, like back then. And so um, he pulls out his phone. It looks like it's this burner joint. Pulls it out of the glove compartment while Tony goes into the sauna and they get ready to talk business. And he calls Carmella. And he says that he left his sunglasses over there. She's and they're doing this like she says, "Oh, I just got out the tub." Like, bro, that yeah, these oh, codes, dope. These codes of dirt, I've seen this like that. Those little codes, like, oh, I just got out. Oh, he imagines that he's seen that. You seen him put the sunglasses in the gloves, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, I I need to, I need to sell my story. He might break them joints, throw them out somewhere just to say, I really don't. And then she says, I'm sorry, I can't find them. Fewer. Whoa, we going, we on nicknames now? We're on nicknames now. Yo, that's crazy. Like these little subtle, oh man, that's crazy. I'm sorry. I just, I picked up so much in like the, that little transaction. Oh man. Anyways. Uh, but nah, we get, listen, I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff is always so interesting to me. Cause I was just like how slick this people do this on a daily in, re, in real life. So it's very interesting to me. Um, 
But what did y'all think about your homeboy girlfriend? It's crazy. Yo. Man. Shout out to A Ball. A <laughs> <laughs> Ball, man. Shout out to A Ball. Uh, but what are listeners not gonna get that reference? Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a black thing. Sorry, you guys. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but what did you what did you think about y'all think about this sauna scene? Uh, Fir- uh, Firio, uh, Tony, Ralphie, uh, I always say Councilman. What's his name? Um, Assemblyman. Assemblyman. And yeah. ironically enough, Maurice. <laughs> and uh, which is the black guy in the scene, for those that don't know. They're having a conversation about this whole HUD scheme. Uh, what exactly? And Maurice says the black guy was wild. Yeah, I'm about to say, of course. Like, who you think Maurice it, was? It's French. <laughs> it's French. Who else would have been Maurice? <laughs> oh, that's funny, boy. You know. Now, uh, but what did y'all think about this scene right here? Because there's a moment where Tony, they're listening, they're going through it, and as soon as they're about to get in, Tony decides to step out. Like, all right, yeah, I'm going to get up out of here. What y'all think? Yeah, no implications. I don't want to be implicated in this shit if it hit the fan. Right. Uh, so I, I don't have no knowledge of what went on. Um, it's all third party shit. So that was it. Uh, that's all I got from that. Mm, actually, I got that in my yeah. notes too. That's crazy. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. And uh, another little, little jab by Ralph. You know what I'm saying? We were practically neighbors. All that's why he moved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they yeah, easily, think- like, they they immediately. It's funny because it felt like what people do in real life. Mm-hmm. When, not me, but people, I've seen people do this, where you try to put, you try to get the race out there early. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he mentioned, like you know, you should have seen the Jufro on this guy. Like just trying to make everybody comfortable. Like, hey, yeah, black guy, I know you guys don't mess with me, but I don't know. It just seemed like yeah, it I know exactly what you mean. That bro. they did that. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? People it's do the, that. Like, oh yeah, yeah. It's that subtle. Like, uh, I. I I remember I went to a bonfire years, many years ago, and okay. like I got very annoyed at like I was around a bunch of white people. I got very annoyed at them quoting Friday. I was really annoyed, and they had the white accent too. Every time I'm in the kitchen, you're in the kitchen. I'm like, oh my gosh, please stop. I, I get it. Well, I, 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 I will I'm, say I'm this. comfortable. I'm comfortable. Y'all good, please. I, I will say this. That's better than I'm doing the black accent. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. They, right. they might have subtly been trying to do it, just couldn't even get that part right. But like, oh man, I'm hey, sorry for our white listeners. You don't go to ten off. Yeah, you don't go to ten all the way. You start. You, you give them the look like, man, easy with that shit. Hey, take it easy. Chill, chill with that shit. Seriously. <laughs> so that's a great. That's a great pull, though. I, another one of oh. a wild Maurice story, I guess. <laughs> but why y'all being at Tony? Go ahead. I was just gonna say being at a barn barn party is crazy. But go ahead. Yeah, it was. I didn't want to say it. But <laughs> it was. I know it was. I said it out loud. I do it. I do it in the moment. Oh, shit. I was, what did you expect to happen there? But um, why y'all think that Tony decided to let Ralph run point on this? Like, even though he was sitting there and he heard the conversation in the diner, he could have still went with Seal or he could have went with Chris. Yeah. Why y'all think that he let Ralph run point on this? That's earner. He's going to, I feel like he thought Ralph was going to maximize the profitability out of this whole thing. Even it goes to something Tony said in this ep- episode to the assemblyman. That's why you're a politician, not a businessman. Maximum profit is the big goal. And I think there's nobody that screams maximum, maximum profit, profit like Ralph. Ralph. Yep. I had that same question written down. Maybe, maybe me sure. and Spike are the same niggas. 
Hey, man, might be, man. Might be. But honestly, I think it was just, and I think it was coincidence. If Ralph wasn't there, I don't think he would have asked Ralph to be point. Yeah, because I guess you just lined up perfectly. But I do yeah. think this this is a. But I do still think that this is a superpower of Ralph's. I told you that when it comes to the maid guys, a lot of them I don't feel deal really well with civilian affairs. They all are kind of weird. Like they just they are. Like Paulie shaking hands with cousin Brian, he was just kind of weird about it. Like you know when at that time Charmaine made the little FBI joke, Seal got really weird about it. Like they they all like that except for Tony. Tony's not really. Uh, weird with civilians, and I don't think Ralph is either. You know what I mean? I think Ralph is. That's an, I told you when they when they were doing the Christopher episode, they sent Ralph out there because he could deal with civilian matters. So I think cousin Brian. I mean, he did stumble across it, but I do think moving forward with this instead of saying, "Hey, uh, you know, take a take a walk. Let me talk to my cousin." Like you know, he could have told him take a walk or something. But I think what, for those reasons, y'all say it. But also, that's one of Ralph's superpowers. He he works really well in civilian affairs. I think. He still could have told him to take a walk afterwards, right? He, like, even if Ralph had sit there and heard the play, he still could have been like, cool, I'm going to take this to tell us. Anybody else, we're going to make money off of. But I do what you said, Mo. Like, Ralph is a super earner. Like, yeah, he's mm-hmm. the dude. Like, if we're going to make some money, we're going to make some money. We can't tell him to walk Somebody off after like, the play because he's got a big mouth. You can't. I'm now the he, boss. No, nah, I mean, I'm saying, what but he has a big mouth. Like, you or, know, Ralph. One thing that one thing that I didn't consider either, Ralph probably would have went and done it himself. Hundred percent, and we all know Ralph is the type of nigga. Okay, you you giving me this information? I'm finna go turn up. Like, oh, you don't want to do nothing with this, Tony? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, and think he in the right. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. What are you talking about? Yeah, you do. You got to do to keep this stuff. You ain't want to do nothing with it. We gone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they they leave the sauna, and again, another one of these uh, fake. Uh, different racial uh, connections of talking about what is it the what's the what's the group called that they were talking with the song that Shy oh lights. Shy Shy lights. Lights. Oh, they girl. still in the sauna it's just the locker room well the locker room yeah, sorry oh, okay in, I think, yeah. in the locker room or the sauna but like they're doing like the assemblyman I don't care what nobody say you got to respect that he came to Tony like a man and told him what's up like we know how it's gonna land but you still got to I say hey he could have been like sneaky and hiding like like this speaks to tra- sneaky uh, and hiding. Like he could have been like Furio. Oh. <laughs> That's his wife, pull, though. Pulling out this the burner. They do owe him no explanation, man. This is uh, disrespectful, really. Like I like dude don't owe Tony no explanation, man. Listen, the listen, councilman, bro. You know me, man. You know you know the life that I'm about, bro. You come up telling me you you smashing my like my little hand whatever the kids call it. Like you come <laughs> up to me with wow. that. Hey, you coming up? You coming up to me with that? You like you must think I'm pussy. Like this is you think I'm pussy, huh? <laughs> That's what you got from that. Telling you, I, absolutely, Come on, bro. You better sneak around. You you should be sneaking around, nigga. You shouldn't have never came and told me this. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna look at it. I'm gonna give you the perspective from the other side. What I thought was weird from the assemblyman, I think Ron. Tony, this is Tony's. You 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 coming up to him on a humbug like he like this is Tony's ex wife, ex girlfriend. Like something that really met this don't even need no explanation, bro. This some chick I was knocking off. Like I like Tony called it. I, I had her on payroll. Like, why are you telling me about this when I got a whole family at home, bro? Like, this ain't even nobody to me. Like the fact that you I, if I was him, yeah, I wouldn't even feel the need to talk about like I say, that's gotta be somebody serious. Somebody real serious that was in your life. You made it way exactly. more important than it was. And since exactly. you made it that more important, now I think you think I'm pussy. Nah, I 
I, I think you, it's man. uh, I, I, y'all both actually on both sides are making great points. Like he didn't necessarily need to, but if we're gonna be doing business together, like we're really actually gonna we're locking into a real business. I don't want to shake your hand on business. We, Knowing this, we're not locking into no business though. We got a deal over here. You ain't never coming to my house. We ain't breaking bread. We're not friends. We're not hanging out anywhere that I am with this girl. Even even if he married her, then Tony, then Tony should have known found out about it. Like however he found out about it. Oh shit, he really was taking it serious. But now you coming to me in like whatever stages y'all in, and you telling me that she think I'm pussy. Yeah, if Tony found out, he found out how he found out. No, for no, real. He, he didn't, I, no, he didn't need to, but I think I still respected it. Like I, don't, I, I think it's still, I still respected it. Because, because, like I'm not gonna be all in your face knowing that I'm over here sliding in your ex. You once upon a time, his ex though, it that's is his, his ex girlfriend. That's, that's his not his girlfriend. Man, that's his side. That's, that's his Gumar. That's that's man. Gumar, long as his baby mama, his wife. What did he tell Melfi? What did he tell her she was to Melfi? He said his girlfriend. About okay, who? but not, not about in who? the girlfriend of the sense that you <laughs> wait, mean. Wait, wait, wait. Like, was he talking about Gloria or was he talking about her? No, he was talking about her. Cause remember, oh, remember okay, he said, you, how does that make you feel? He was trying to be funny okay. or whatever. But I mean, I know but, it's Umar. I'm, I'm but, stretching it out, but yeah. Yeah, before you married your wife, she was your girlfriend, right? Right. All right. You called her the same thing Tony calling her. And y'all mean completely different things when y'all say it. <laughs> it's it's, it's <laughs> different. It's different in life. Yeah, he's just throwing that word around, man. That's not. Yeah, I, I, I just don't feel it was necessary. He like, didn't have catch, to catch us. He's saying that, man. He's saying that so Dr. Melfi would still have respect for him. That's why he's referring to her that way. Yeah. If he was talking about her to anybody else, it wouldn't be girlfriend. It's just because I'm in front of Jennifer Melfi and I'm trying to be sophisticated. Okay. And right, I think there's something. Me. I think there's something to be said also when you somebody like Tony, um, and you have an ego. You mess with him. Yeah, you went from me to him. Like, I, there, there's and some, he came there's some and of that he that, came and rubbed it in my face. Yeah, he came to me. Like I think there, yeah, that's definitely nah, Mo. I think that's something to do oh, with it too. Man. Because here you got here you you extra macho guys over here. Hey, uh, what, hold on, nah, Mo. What you always say? We're 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 speaking from the world of Tony yeah, Soprano. Oh, oh, that's what we're doing. Oh, okay. That's all. We just speaking right, from the world so of Tony Soprano. Soprano. I'm not, I'm not gonna ask Spike because I already know Spike. He already but. He didn't have to do that. We understand that. It's not necessary. We got that too. Is this respectable or not? I respect the fact that he's like does the old fashioned like man to man conversation. Yeah, absolutely, you can't do nothing but respect that. Okay, but I also it wasn't necessary. Like, why are you telling me this? Yeah, why are you yeah. telling me this? Gotcha. But obviously, <laughs> well, we'll see later. Uh, but yeah, so that that's pretty much that transaction or whatever. Um, and I would have been hold on, man. And I would have been mad because like, damn, I just got finished. Th- uh, like, I just got her out of my head, and now you, you brought her back up. Back now, up. I'm, yeah, now, now, because yeah. you know, even though she was just a side piece, Gumar, whatever, Tony said feelings. We see it, Tell and a lot know, of that is also. Comes, I don't want you to have it. When it comes to women, niggas be men in general, not even just us niggas, but people be snakes, bro. And they like men. We like to use that as like trophies. Like he went up to him like fully understanding, like, nah, nigga, I'm fucking your bitch now. That's essentially what I heard. That's what I heard. That's okay, there you <laughs> go. That's what you that's heard. What heard. Like, cause heard, that's what Tony heard. heard. You're you right. Remember old girl? Yeah, I'm knocking her back. But, 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 but he ain't <laughs> but That's why Tony hit him with the We are nah, that's, why, that's why Tony hit him with that line where he said the heart wants what the heart wants. Like, yeah, the heart wants what the dick wants too. Yeah, like, was, come on, bro. Don't come over here. Don't come over here on some I'm in love with it type shit. 
I know what this yeah, is. Yeah, you disrespecting me, bro. Like, cause, like, stop coming up playing with me, man. Like, I, I don't like, even have to know about you none of this, crazy. bro. <laughs> <You're> crazy. <laughs> like the way you interpret, you, like, bro. bro, you interpret like Adriana did at the Wild Horse when Tony was on the phone with <laughs> with his wife. He thought she was. I'm gonna smash her face in when I find out. Like you, that's the way you interpret it. Like <laughs> that's the only one way to look at it. Bro. I get it's it though. Tony that's, Soprano. The you more, right. the, right. the more I, I think about it's it, more than one way to look at it. It's my way. The more, the more I'm sitting here thinking about it. There's no way I would have left without asking the question. Like, why are you telling me this? Like, I need to know why you felt the need to come up here and tell me this. Mm. And even if I know the answer would have been, oh, you know, I just felt it was the right thing to do, respect thing. Okay, I get that, but. Why are you telling me and this? If I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something anyway. I don't give a fuck about you coming to me as a man. Like, you think this is going to absolve you from something happening to you if I want something to happen to you? <laughs> like, nigga, get out of my face. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, and, and on top of that, not to mention, if I said that I wasn't cool with it, you going to stop fucking with her? Yeah, what you going to do then? Yeah, like, what's, what's the point <laughs> of this whole conversation? Right. I, I guess here's, here's the, and this is the last thing I'll say before we move on. Those conversations, even if it was just a side piece type thing, that's that's reserved for. All right, so we saw. Damn, did we see this yet? No, we ain't even seen it yet, so I can't say it. Okay, I can't say what it. What I will there's say a, before you get off. Okay, I was gonna say there's a similar situation that Tony runs into with somebody else, and they side oh, check. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. But that's different, only in the sense of we interact every single day. Like him and an assemblyman, they don't even talk enough for you to be coming up to me with that. And the other situation that we haven't seen yet, I think that comes next episode. Too, ain't it? Yeah, that's Holy next episode. Shit. Yeah, like I, I think that that situation is a little bit different. That's a little bit different because they in this thing of ours. We see each other. That's like being in the locker room or being on the same team with somebody. Or you know all that you got. You had that conversation. Just even if we ain't cool, like we see each other way too much for, for it to be awkward. I'm just gonna tell you what it is. Feel how you feel about it. I'm just telling you out of respect. But I ain't looking for no blessing. I ain't asking for your little permission. Like I'm just telling you out of this is GP. Yeah, this is happening. And one one last thing I'll say about the uh the whatever councilman or whatever he is. If you were that sincere about it, we've been setting this deal up this spa day. We've talked before this. Don't wait till we got business and now try to do it because you think that the business is gonna be more important and I ain't gonna do nothing to you now because we're gonna make a lot of money. You could have told me this when I first hit you up. I could have went to some one of my other homies if I didn't feel a certain type of way about you doing it, but you waited. You waited to hear things signed, sealed, delivered. You went and got to do what I needed you to get so we can do make the play. Now you tell me. Nah, bro. You yeah, she moved in, bro. You supposed to hit me with that the first time you think there might told, be a play. told me this a while ago. Tell me now. <laughs> Save yourself, nigga. These guys. <laughs> I might have I I I balled them up and put them in one of them little laundry bins, man. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, gave them the... Uh... Gave him, him a what, what is what's the treatment? What they call yeah, it? I always the, straight uh, little bro with him. Do the little yeah. messed up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he know he he got that he got that off like that. But uh, <laughs> but we go to a quick cut scene. The papers get signed. Is this Doctor Freed, the penis doctor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. So yeah. Tony's making it work, bringing all the corporate you know the corporate connections into the play. Um, and then we get a, a interesting line: "Eat my dust, Donald Trump." Right, right, right. And Damn. that's a great, uh, Mo, I meant to say something about that earlier when they were in the sauna, when you said another connection they made. Um, I love just seeing how many moving pieces you need to know to make something like this work. It just shows how yep. deep that reach is mm -hmm. within their world. Like we got some, we literally have somebody for everything, everybody mm -hmm. on payroll. Mm -hmm. You're saying, that, you can't make something like that happen. Me, the average Joe can't just 
see a play like this and make it work. Like you, you ain't we you gotta be connected. Yeah. Yep. And it, seen, it is it, you're seeing the facial acting being played out on screen. Like you mentioned in that scene in the diner, you seen the dots that he was connected. You seen him being like, Okay, I'm gonna get Dr. Free for this. I know councilman such and such for this. All right, we we halfway there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and it makes you understand too, well, a couple of things like uh we talked about an episode or two ago with uh Jojo Palmisi, like how they keep us like these people are still in the world though they're not showing up. Seeing Dr. Free, we hadn't seen him since last season, um, when Furio got shot when uh Jackie Jr. robbed the uh the car game. And then we didn't see him before that until the earlier in season two, the the uh, executive game uh, with Richard Prill. So it's crazy. They keep him in the loop quietly. And I love that they do that. And when you watch it in slow motion, like we do now, it really is fire to me. The continuity is just really, really good. Um, We get a quick scene, Adrian and the agent. I don't have nothing to add to it. Uh, He said, why don't you go hunt a house? (laughs) That shit funny, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I got anything I want to add to this Adriana agent scene or whatever. Nah, they just they just on her ass, man. And the fact that she yeah. Adriana, I wish she would learn how to watch what people follow her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she's surprised every time. Yeah, it, I, I, you know, it makes it hard for us. I know maybe it's a black thing, maybe it's not, but it, it just makes it hard for us sometimes because it's like, like a two characters like a Adriana and a AJ. It, it's just hard because we just have. I can't speak to y'all, but I just never met nobody like this. <laughs> like, and so it makes it seem like this is unbelievable to be this unaware, but it's not. It's just in my in my experience, I've never seen this before. <laughs> you know, so it's like I'm trying to lean on the fact that I ain't never seen this, but it don't make it unreal because obviously writing this and producing this, directing this, this is coming from a real reference. So it's just sometimes I'm like, dang. You really ain't like you say. You ain't look over your shoulder. You ain't like nothing, even as a person that's not really in the life like that. So I don't know. Uh, also, happy, uh, happy birthday to her. They yeah, were they recording this. Drea Demateo. Yeah, it's her fifty-fourth birthday today. Uh, that we're recording this. So happy birthday to her. Subscribe to our OnlyFans. If I was just gonna say, y'all subscribe, bro. <laughs> <laughs> mm, Spike sure the over there. He subscribed, yeah. ain't he? No, it's, it's, I wouldn't dare fifty-four. Do she still look good? You ain't. You ain't she don't look up. like that. Not like that, but they ain't far, that far though. It ain't an OnlyFans subscription worthy looking. No, no, no. And she probably ain't on there doing too much of nothing. Either. Nah, like she yeah, ain't getting yeah. down on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> getting down. I love the terms. That's such a classy term, bro. Getting down. I ain't heard that. Got to get down. She ain't getting yeah, down. That, that could mean that could mean eleven different things. You know what I mean? Right. That's a, such a. Oh, I'm from the old school, Janice. That's like one of them getting down. Like, yeah. <laughs> Spike always gave us some classic lines, man. Oh, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. But I will say this: agent's doing a great job. Like the way she's doing this, she, she the way she's playing this, she can get anything information out of her i feel like because she just does just enough you know like i talked about the other agent out now we got the veteran agent so she do just enough between checking in caring and and not caring but like you know so she's she's got it on lock uh i got a really hot take well not a hot take but a hot conversation i want to have that's going into this scene right here but we got tony and aj and tony gives aj this history lesson about, about this about some italian history and tony says that italians uh uh, they come out here to the church every Sunday 
uh, that's what's keeping it up, even though everything else is broken down in the neighborhood. And AJ says, well, why don't we never come? What you say? The bricks. <laughs> you Bro. said what was keeping it up? I said the bricks. Bro. <laughs> but we... Um, AJ, the only person dumb the same, this, this same feel familiar? What? The same right here. Come out from uh, on the church. Many Saints of Newark. No, no, no. This is a pilot episode, man. Very first episode of Sopranos, man. Oh, when, hey, when she was took talking metal metal. to the church. Okay. He sure yep. did. Show did. Um, okay, so here here here's my gripe here. Um, so these black characters pop up. And when these black characters pop up, they are crackheads, right? That's that's what it is. Oh. Both both of them crackheads, or it's just sister crackhead. Can I? All right, hold on. I don't mean to cut you off because I, I last week I did that. You were going somewhere where I thought you you went somewhere else than where I thought you was going. Okay. Uh, so I, I've learned to just let you get your point out. But okay. in fairness, downtown Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. They can pull this off without much pushback, man. It's not. It's not I'm usually on their head for a lot of the racist bullshit, man. But if if they was, if you was going through downtown oh Newark, man, <laughs> you've been to Jersey before, Rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my nah. god. <laughs> nah, nah, nah Newark ain't no hoe. Oh. No, no, nah, not at all. Oh. Newark, Newark ain't no hoe. I'm sorry. Like I'm sure if you looked at most dangerous cities, Newark's got to be on the list. Matter of oh, fact, Mo, why you why you why you do it, man? I'm gonna look up. The way you just did that, bro, that was hilarious. <laughs> the, where I was going with it is, <laughs> <laughs> can we please, can we get some attractive black person on 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 this show, please? Like, we they're doing business with this Maurice guy, you know, we, you know. We got them two on here. I like. Can we get any regular-looking black person on this show, please? Other than the Reverend, the Reverend, the only one that's like a regular-looking black dude. I was like, can we please? Charles S. Dutton was on here, and um, Charles S. Dutton and Bokeem with my. I geek Charles. You don't give me Bokeem. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> but he's still my guy, and a hit is a hit is a hit. All right, uh, but I mean, all right. I might be jumping out the window, but it just feels like that in this episode. I'm like, all right, can we please? Like, um, now we got a we, there's an attractive black person in this episode, man. We, we I'm gonna talk about it later. Okay. Uh, but pretty oh, much, guinea motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss your mother with that mouth. No, I, I, he said no. He said you blow your father with that mouth. That's what bro, he said. Crazy. <laughs> what the you say, bro? Like. Man, who are these actors? That was extra though, man. What was they, they didn't think they were the police and then like what are they, what was they doing? Like usually crackheads are standing was high. Right? They, they were high, bro. Out of their neighborhood. Well, the one they was a dealer. High. I don't even know if he was a crackhead. The what one with the gun, doing? I think, was actual dealer. I think he used crack, don't get me wrong. But I also I think I thought he was dealer. in there smoking later. Okay, so he he best of both worlds type name. Yeah, he best of both worlds. He had the gun, he like the owner. I guess he runs the house. Best of both worlds is crazy. Worst of both worlds. Yeah, worst of both worlds. With them sideburns, he definitely doing them, bro. Like that's just be clear. Oh shit! <laughs> but man, <laughs> this she throws her bottle at him. Ah, uh, it's, it's it's hilarious. It's one of those hilarious classic scenes. Definitely got us looking funny in the light, but it's it's it, it, it's realistic. So, 
I, I'm not mad at it. I just it was just more of like the look department. I'm being shallow, but whatever. Uh, Give me hold on, man. What, y'all think they was disappointed? Hmm. You think AJ was disappointed? Uh, that nothing went down. He, he kind of yeah. He kind of gave this look after dude said it's our neighborhood now, and Tony was like, yeah, I can see that. AJ kind of gave. It, I don't know if we would interpret as disappointed as viewers, or is just like what that was. But they give, did give a glance to where his face kind of changed. Yeah, I wonder, if that has anything to, I wonder if that has anything to do with last episode. With the girl, getting exactly. That's what I was thinking. Qu- yep. girl getting questions about, about your dad and father. the mafia and yep. all that. Like, damn, I want to see some gangster shit now. Yeah, um, yeah, I think so. But this is I this wasn't is able to go when, back and talk about this. Mm-hmm. When he told when he told AJ, I'm a, I bought these houses, and he's like, for what? He's like, investment. <laughs> what you what do you have you what do you say? You've been listening to anything? He's like, he's like you you've been here, have you heard anything I've been saying? He said, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Buy lands. Idiot. Ain't, ain't no more, you know. God ain't making no more. Yeah, man. AJ, it, biggest, his biggest takeaway is that he's seen a crack hole. So that's a crack hole. Yeah, like pretty much. Like, what? like that. that's the high for a 15-year-old, 14. But yeah, like you're right. I think I agree. Because he was smiling at uh, first when he said, oh, you blow your father with that mouth. He kind of had to smile like, oh, my daddy is badass. You know what I mean? But then... Mm-hmm. But then there was that kind of disappointment. Look, I think I think y'all right. He was just looking for some gangster behavior to go back and share it with his girlfriend if they even still together. Um, we go to the feds having a lunch break, and they're having this conversation about Adriana talking about they're getting married, and they're trying to figure out if they support it or not. I don't know about y'all, but this <clears throat> this reminded me of a video game scene where they give you the option, like A or B choice, when you're like a, doing a story mode game. Of like how you want to do we do we push it or do we go against it? It felt like that, yeah. like where you like it's a choose your own path type deal. But there was a funny line. He's tall, dark, and sociopathic, uh, and they agree to push that decision. Um, so we get to reveal that it don't make no difference anyway. What did y'all think about this scene? This strategy, it this show strategy, yeah, this strategy. It didn't even register to them that register to them that this would cause them to lose her as a snitch. Like so, we knew that shit from TV was like smoke up somebody's ass. Like it, this don't matter. Like however, however you want to go to jail, we won't take you. <laughs> you want to be his wife? You want to be his fiance? It don't matter to us. It's huge. It's like they they feel that like the fact that they're saying they're treating it like we have an option. Like uh, do we want to do? Like they're calm about the whole thing, which really speaks to volumes of like SBS. Like. Yeah, they, like people got to remember, there are laws for everything, mm-hmm. just so they can find the big crime. Like I'm, a, there's there's a small we go, there's a law for jaywalking because you might have something on you. We can stop you for that if we wanted to. Blah blah blah. Like it's just you can't get around it, man. Like if we mm-hmm. want you, we gonna get you. Wow. Uh, we get a short scene. Maurice buys the hood houses. I don't think there's much More more to add. Ah oh, man, they, this, time, he did Don't the Mr. On, brother. He did the Mr. Nigger smile. <laughs> 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 time, going, bro. <laughs> <laughs> white listeners don't know what that means. They don't know what that means. What are you talking? What's Mr. Nigger smile? There's a Mr. <laughs> There's a Mr. Nigger. Like, <laughs> they probably Google. Hey, the fans about to be all over y'all. Uh, Google Who is searches, Mr. Like, nigger? Who is Mr. Mr. Nigger? So it's okay to say nigger with Mr. in the front. <laughs> Let me explain that to y'all. It's the 
uh, how society. <laughs> you shouldn't even explain it. Right, no, 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 don't even explain it. Don't explain it. All right, I'll leave it, it. Yeah, leave I don't it need there, to get the specifics. I, I love the I love the suspense that they in for when they get I, I do too. Today. That that's what makes it fun. It's like, bro, we never got a black experience of this show. This is like very <laughs> interesting. But like, keep on keeping on is hilarious, bro. Man, <laughs> you so dirty. <laughs> Even even the the shit where they weren't trying to be racist. This is the most cliche black shit ever in the yeah, history. Yeah, like, like yeah, like you bought back the block, like you you saving our babies and saving the hood. You have four houses on Garfield Street, one day at a time, baby. Keep on keeping on, <laughs> bro. Shut up, <laughs> and then. <laughs> This nigga scheming, man. Shut up. And then look at where all three, all, tri- all three of them live. Like that's the funny part. We're gonna, I'm gonna get to, like, keep um, on keeping on, keep on keeping on. It's fun. That should have been a cold open. I promise you, no other Sopranos podcast had that interaction about this scene. There's not one. Oh no, not at all. This one that we just said. Oh, they will skip over that. They're gonna say, oh, they signed the papers. Keep it moving. Only, only here at Good Earners. <laughs> Y'all gonna get these, these type of uh, that type of intel. Uh, shout out to Mr. Shout out to Mr. Nigga. Shouts out to Mr. Mm-hmm. Nigga. Uh Tony comes to the assembly <laughs> this house. <laughs> we crazy. And Tony. <laughs> oh man. Uh Tony. See, goes, this will, see, this will happen when you go up and say some shit. <clears throat> yep. Once again, now another cross reference. Another Spike, I got another cross reference for you from the wire. There you go. Give it a fuck when it ain't your turn ain't to give a fuck. To give a fuck. <laughs> Yeah. All this happened. Now Tony pulling up at your crib because you had to say something. Unannounced. Can't leave. Unannounced yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Like he called. It wasn't no call. Can we meet somewhere? I'm fired or some boy. I was in the neighborhood. I was in the neighborhood. Yeah. Excuse me. You ain't hey. ever been over my crib, bro. Right. What are we talking about? Right. Yeah. Now for I feel like I can come over here because it's something that I own that's over here. Something I've been paying, and mm-hmm. I I'm not meaning that in a misogynistic type way. I'm talking about how Tony is looking at it. He's like, well, shit. One of my <laughs> workers like- over here. I'm gonna pop see what's up. Yeah. Yeah, see what this see how real this thing is, or to see if it's even real at all. Mm-hmm. Like, if I go over here, is there any is there any kind of evidence that she's over here? Because if not, then maybe it ain't as, it ain't that deep and it ain't shit. But nah, I see the heels over here. Oh, that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, and yeah. just like he was playing with me, she playing with me now. Because you should have kept your ass in the back, bro. If I'm clergyman or whatever. Yeah. Hey, bro, don't come out. We got guests, and especially the nigga that you used to fuck in the little little bitty shorts. And hang oh, she got it all. Nah, nah, she nah, got nah, it all, nah, nah, bro. Nah, nah. We not doing none of that. Tony's gonna come over here if you ain't gonna leave right now. Stay in this room. That should have been under. Should have been ground rules from the beginning. Well, he already thinking he he misunderstanding the whole situation because he's thinking I already talked to Tony, so ain't no surprise when he get over. Here, he ain't tripping about it. Then all right, we good. So if he's here, whatever. Like we we good. We court. Go to my point. And that goes He's, to my point about Tony is digested that oh you oh, think yeah, I'm course. pussy. Yeah. Oh, you course. think I'm pussy. Like you say, okay, I got you. Right. But but it's listen, funny. If you if you my fault. I was just gonna say real quick, if you ever in the neighborhood and you think about stopping by, don't. I don't. Anybody out there, just don't. You know what I mean? I, that, I'm in the neighborhood shit. Nah, I don't care. Go keep going. Go to the next bro. I we I used to be so bad. If a motherfucker didn't call me, they can knock on the door. No, I was in there. I still wasn't answering. Like if you ain't wow. know before. <laughs> so what do you what do you do when people do that? What do you do? Like you just the same, shit, the same shit he was doing before they was. Yeah, yeah keep like, doing what I was doing. Here watching TV or playing video games. Oh, that's or crazy. Or you let them doing. hear the TV still on and everything. I like that, bro. I'm not answering though, nigga. I didn't even know you was coming. You don't know what I got going on over Man, here. Man, who am I podcasting with? <laughs> <laughs> what I got going Goodness on? Goodness gracious. Over here, bro. 
Yo, don't do no pop ups on me, man. Don't do no pop ups. I feel you on the pop up, but like, like still that. having the TV up at eight at, on on sixty eight. Somebody I made it. Shoot out real quick and, and left the TV on. Your car outside over somebody else. Like, dog, <laughs> that's crazy. Not even a mute. Like I, I don't know that. All right, I get TV, it. Though. He said your TV on 68, man. You funny, mode. <laughs> Come cool. on, bro. Like, hey, you got it blasting. You in you in full theater mode right now. Uh but but yeah, so they pretty much talk about this additional seven thousand dollars because of the piping and all of that that stuff that's in the houses and getting the the crackheads out of the ghetto and they can't have Italian white guys going in there because it looks so obvious or whatever. So uh this this starts to set up another plot. Uh, I don't really care that much about that. The only thing I think that makes it interesting in that regard is that how greedy these they are. They all three we see where uh, Assemblyman lives, we'll see where Maurice lives, and we see where Tony lives, and they all are doing really well. But the fact that they're tripping over seven thousand additional dollars. Don't get me wrong, seven thousand for the common man like us, it's a lot. But seven thousand for them, it, after they're already making a crazy bag overhead, it's crazy. So. But the thing that I stood out a little bit more with the scene was just like, <laughs> what? You wild. I'm saying for these guys, though. <laughs> Even for them, some thousand, some thousand, bro. I would have did the same thing all three of them did. <laughs> I'm like, come on, I need all of mine. That's what we in here for. It's we the same reason why. Place. It's the same reason during NBA free agency and shit, when they talk about a team retaining a player. Like this, if he stays here, he can make two hundred million. If you sign somewhere else, the most he can make is one sixty five. A lot of people had that same thing. Like, oh man, one sixty five, two hundred. What's the difference? Them niggas always sign for that two hundred. It's just, it's just the principle of leaving money on the table. Like, it's just, it. I think it's just a mindset to 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 Tony's point and your <laughs> point, Mo. Yeah, it's just like I just the idea of leaving seven grand just there just doesn't sit well with me. Like, mm-hmm. if we can get it, let's get it. Like, what's the point of leaving it there if it's there? Mm-hmm. That's true. I get what you're saying, though, Mo. I do get what you're saying. Yeah, to yeah. us, that what looks you're crazy. saying makes sense. What you're saying makes sense. But the reason that those guys are in the position that they're in, and the reason that they even going through with this scheme, is because seven thousand dollars is important to them. Yeah, they they love the hustle. They, they money making yeah. mix. I like, they love, love the game. Love the hustle. Like, because yeah. the last three the last three deals, if I left seven thousand on the table, that's twenty one thousand. I'm out of. And I think they probably look at it from that perspective too. This is just seven thousand. This is this is one deal that out of many that I'm gonna have this year. If I count up all the stuff at the end of the year, that might be an extra hundred thousand, hundred fifty, whatever that I'm possibly leaving on the table. Sick. My bullshit, you, you know. It's sick. the same. Yeah, it's like not canceling your subscription or something. Like I'm just paying this money and shit. Like That's I could have had that at the end of the year. It might not add up when you when you see that twelve ninety nine each month. But when you look at it, like damn man, what the fuck was on? I should have canceled that shit sooner. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. But it's funny how, like, soon as Irina steps in and like, it just takes some kind of out of it. It's it's just, it's very funny to me, like, how like, you go through that moment where like this is this is his ex, and it's like, you always look good, but for some reason you look real real good today. You look real <laughs> different today. Like I don't know what it is. You know how you you go through that moment. It's like yo, I ain't gonna even lie. I mean, back when we was together, <laughs> you start going through that 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 process of like when we were together, things were like, but you kind of look a little different just because of the whole status and everything. So I just thought that was just a really interesting thing. I think they really nailed that uh, that whole Irene thing. I, I just thought it was dope. I'm I'm always uh, a person like me being married and watch a lot of stuff. I'm always intrigued by the complexities of how they showcase uh, different elements of relationships in regards to like. 
from the worst to the best, I'm always intrigued by it. Uh, shouts out to Culture Garden with the Malcolm and Marie review. That's, that was one of those uh, things. Yeah, that's why I re- appreciate it so much. Uh, I appreciate you, man. He wild for letting Tony in in the first place. If I know my girl in here, and well, he's scared to do. Like, like, he's scared. He know. He, remember he talks to Maurice. He talks to Maurice and crazy. says, "You know how you don't know how these people operate." Like he's scared of Tony, but he's willing to I'm do. Closing business. the door behind me, we stepping outside. Like we outside. Not with scared like, enough. Okay. He's not scared enough. He way too comfortable. He need to act like he's scared of him. He don't act like he's scared of him, and that was his problem. That's why yeah, he, he found himself in the situation that he was in. He was way too comfortable. Well, because he think, with the even with the oh, well, what do you expect me to do? Like nigga, I'm coming. You know what what I expect you to do. That's why I'm coming to talk to you. Figure it the fuck out. Well, they're talking different languages because uh, assemblyman's used to politic lying. He's not used to wise guy lying. So he has no idea for real. Like when he's trying to get that off, he's trying to get off his politician bag of how we work in the politics. That's why him and Maurice could do that. But when you talk about Tony, you know, I'm a wise guy liar. Like I'm telling you it's all good with you and Irina, but it is not good. You know what I mean? So I think it's just two different types of liars and he's not at all on on par to understand they, they operate a whole different code than uh, politics, bro. Uh, but yeah, you you absolutely right. Like, definitely, I'm gonna come outside. Yeah, what's going on? I I don't, I don't think I'm hearing you. Think like just like I'm coming outside. We you're not coming in here. Um, but, well, at least have some control over your woman or lady, man. And then yeah. and I'm gonna have company. But just close the door. Yeah, I, I will be almost be like, you think it is? yeah, yeah I'd be like, hey, Tony, hold on real quick. I gotta go put the dog up. Hey, 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 hey just, hey. Yo, the same you gotta put the dog up when you refer to your girl. It's I, fucking wild. I didn't say that. I, was I didn't say I was. I know, I was but just roll, I know, I know you didn't say that exactly. But it's just funny that that's what the reference was. It's just you hilarious, man. I know. Try. That's that's what I say. I'm like, I I'm not saying that when I talk about women, these beautiful, wonderful queen creatures that walk this earth. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'm making an excuse. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but <laughs> Adriana and Chris, Adriana wants to push to get married, but has to tell Chris that both of her uteruses got pierced, and so she can't have kids. <laughs> That's a reference <laughs> to the cold open I had about three balls. Actually, it's only two. Uh, he gets really upset and says that it that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean that I have to marry you. And he's going crazy on her about this. Um, what do y'all think here? Does Chris got a point? Well, I mean, we, we're not judging the reaction, but like the point of kind of how this thing of theirs worked. He got a point here, or is he like overreacting like crazy right now? This is one of the most disgusting Christopher scenes. The way he responded to the woman that he's about to marry or thought he was going to marry, that's crazy. Use well, goods is crazy. That information. Uh, that, yeah, that's damaged crazy. goods. Damaged, that not used goods. Damaged. Damaged. Goods. I'm so sorry. Damaged. Uh, this was worse than the Penn and Teller shit. Uh, like, oh, the magicians. Uh, yeah, this yeah, yeah. This is worse than that. Um, <laughs> really, really low moment for Christopher. I don't really. Again, I understand it. Uh, the type of person that Christopher is, you would expect this type of reaction, but still, there has to be some sort. Of regard for a woman that you say you love in order not to talk to her like that after she just shared that type of information with you. And nigga, she asked you to marry her. It ain't like you got down on one knee and, and did the traditional thing and proposed. She came to you with it. And it, it, it just is one of the worst Christopher scenes in, in the series for me. Well, he proposed to her, though. 
she just said, "Let's get." She married. tried to rush it. She tried to. She tried to rush. Wow. She tried to speed it up. True, 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 true. When they actually got proposed, yeah, because then that wasn't that at her mom's house. Yeah, when he grabbed her, her, her mom, all crazy and stuff. I was like, bro. Uh huh. Um. Wow, man. I wasn't even on the show then, man. Time flies. I know it's crazy, bro. I can't even. I don't even know what it. Yeah, it's different. Awesome. Um. Yeah, there's nothing else to be said other than what y'all both alluded to, man. This is this is really. Nasty work ain't even a turn for it. This is something else. This is a, in its own category. This is sick. Um, mainly because, hey, like this is this is somebody I say I love. I'm gonna marry, spend the rest of my life with, and that is a very open and vulnerable piece of information that she's sharing with you. Like the 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 way that you can flip it and make it about yourself is just kind of crazy. <laughs> like you gotta, you can't Same. do that, man. And you, not only that, even if you were upset. You intentionally pulled that knife out to cut deep. Yeah. And calling her damaged goods and all this other stuff, man. That's just a lot. Yeah, yeah, man. That's just a lot, man. That's nasty. And and then he he says, Yeah, that's great. Some kid with chinky eyes called Moltisanti. Called Moltisanti. They're gonna make fun of him forever. Which is kick his ass every day. Right, which is right, which (laughs) kind of it almost reminds me. Season two, where they had the Asian guy saying Moltisanti here, it kind of—I don't know if that was a, a nod back to mm. that to the to the first episode of season it. two, but it's just funny. Like, yeah, he's way out of pocket, man. He just just the, the calling out her name and everything like that. He's he's definitely out of pocket. Uh, but you got to think, Chris is from the younger generation. He's not from the old school Janice, so he's look. He cares about just the optics. He don't, he's not even really in this thing. He just cares about how everything looks. Like we'll see in later seasons where he's like, "Oh, I gotta get the big crib because Tony got the big crib. Oh, I gotta have a kid because Tony got the kid." Like he only really cares about the look. So the, when that idea shuts down, I can't look less than these other guys. I don't want to end up being a Paulie Walnuts. You know what I mean? I look, I look at the people he respects, like a Silvio, a uh, uh, Tony, and and so many other people. That stuff matters. Even a Ralph Cifaretto. You know, so I, I think that that is a part of the idea of the life that he cares about. That's just one of those things. Like you telling me I can't do this because of these reasons. I think that's where he's coming from, but he's way out of pocket. You definitely don't do your woman like that. And I love the, the following scene that we're going to get where the fellas step in and kind of, you know, talk to him, tell him what's up. Um, oh, the funniest thing about that, not there really wasn't much funny about that scene, but the one thing I did pull was, when she said, you know, what if we don't have kids? This nigga said, fuck that. What's the point of being married? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro. He said it so matter of fact. Like, what you yeah, mean? It's like, like, bro, that's a part of it. Like, what you nah, he's crazy. Christopher Multi Society, bro. And and the fact that she's still this is why, again, we talk about never meeting a person like this in real life, but the fact this man we go back to season two. He's she she he slapped her in front of the uh, Chippendale, the, the two idiots that you know got killed going after Chris. He slapped her in the club, and then she slapped him back. Like it's just so many moments. It's like you're still with this. He slapped you in broad daylight at the club in front of his henchmen, and it's just crazy to me. Like he calls you damaged goods, and you're still sticking around. He grabbed your mama up crazy. Like it's gonna be so many things that she still. I I I, I be. Somebody who wrote, wrote these things, it's it's a fantasy, but somebody knows somebody like this because this is just too on the money for experience. I have no idea about like somebody knows something. Um, when we get a little barking of uh, Cor- Corzette, 
Cosette. How you say her name? Corsette. Yeah, Corsette. 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 Yeah. Okay. Oh man, we go to the next thing. Chris is at the Bing talking with the fellas, and Chris look high right here too, bro. I like, dang, he's like, I don't even know what the term. It's not wake and bake because he's not smoking. What do you? I mean, I don't know. I don't even know what you call it's quick a dope and fiend lean. Right? Dope yeah. fiend lean in the morning, huh? No, don't ask. Hey, don't ask us, nigga. We don't. We don't know what the fuck. Coffee and called. cut. I don't know. <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> that needles at noon. Bake, that and wake and bake ain't got no similarities. On the, the needles at noon. <laughs> I don't know. Needles needles noon. I don't know. Uh, what are you gonna do? Uh, but I do really like this scene. Uh, I want to ask what did y'all what did y'all think about kind of their advice from Paulie's uh, point of view versus Tony and Seal's point of view of telling like yo bro you bugging like who cares. I think Tolly, uh, Paulie said the smart, smartest shit. Marriage and I think don't mix. Like y'all niggas, like we see Tony trying to make that shit work and all the extra bullshit that he has to do in the sense of sneaking around or not being honest with his wife or their for his kids. Like Paulie got the right mentality. Like I, I'm not as much of a. I, I feel like Paulie think I'm not as much of a dirtbag as y'all are because y'all are dragging innocent people into this. Y'all are dragging y'all wives into a life in which y'all ain't putting them first. And that's what marriage is all about. That's what I took from uh, what Paulie said. Mm. Um, I yeah, that's that's real. Cause I ain't gonna lie, that's a big reason why um I look at myself and I'm like, you know, just the time and commitment and everything it takes to be married. Cause if I if I'm gonna get married, I'm gonna do it right. I'm gonna be Johnny Sack. I'm gonna Paul be Bobby. Exactly. I'm not gonna be Tony. Uh, that's what's the exactly. point? I'd rather be out doing my thing. If I'm just gonna have good Mars and just you know, I rather just do like that shit with no guilt. Yeah, exactly. Why would I need so, to involve a woman, an innocent woman in this shit. It's a mindset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot of things. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of things that go into it. So I feel them like that's one of those. That's one of those real commitments. Like don't bullshit. Don't try to get in here. That's don't say you're sure if, if you're not sure. There you go. There you go. No, I, 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 I Paulie makes a great point, but the thing that we got to realize too is actually it's a it. It serves as a superpower in their thing because it gives purpose. The grind, you go harder in the grind. Paulie's one of the lower earners. Like nobody ever talks about Paulie when we talk about earning. Nobody ever look looks at Ralphie. Like, yeah. Look at Ralphie on the flip side of it though. Well, but, Ralphie, Ralphie, but, but Ralphie has but Ralphie has a child though. And so that 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 alone, and I know it's not marriage, but it's. it's I get you saying the motivate the motivation. It, he, the motivation having somebody somebody you're responsible for. Not, I I think I take your. I think that thing it is. I think I can I can take what you're saying and apply that to real life. That's absolutely right. Like that may be true. Like it'll make you want to go hard having a kid or a wife at home. You know you got to get it and this and the third. But I think for what they do, like. The reason that Paulie's not as good an earner, I don't think it's because he don't have nobody to provide for. He got his mom. He look at his mom like that, that may be his wife. You talking about the fifty thousand dollar fees for uh, old folks living home or whatever it may be, and the people that he does take care of. Like he he is a a provider in a sense in his world. I just think that it's extra baggage. It's it's one less of a worry for someone like him. Or someone or people that are in that life. I ain't gotta worry about missing dinners. I ain't gotta worry about missing college trips. I ain't gotta worry about not being there. I can I can full fledged focus my my shit on this. We do. I, I just don't think I think that in theory, yeah, on paper that absolutely works. But when we look at Paulie, we'll get a later scene 
with like how like how New York speaks about Tony. They talk about a glorified crew, but nobody's referring to Tony like, oh yeah, that's Johnny's son. No, they know Tony get get busy out there. When they refer to Paulie in a later scene, like, oh, wasn't your father ran over by a tractor? You're not you're not in it. Like you don't got it like that, bro. Like you're you're single and you're doing all of the you're the idea soldier, you're the idea capo, but you don't have the motivation to come, you don't have enough checks and balances. I think in this world, yeah, ideally, yeah, put all the work in focus, get all the schemes, but he don't have it like that. Now it could be a Pauly thing, or it may not be. I'm not even saying, and I do agree, like it it can hold it back, and it probably does on paper. But I think that having the having something to lose makes you more strategic to me. If you don't, if it's just your life, your life alone, then it's like, oh, I'm gonna do whatever I'm gonna do. What are you gonna do? You know what I mean? But when you got a person like a Tony, a Silvio Dante, uh, you know, a Bobby Bacala, I gotta be more strategic in how I'm moving. You know, now we'll we'll get to their fates at some point. But I got to be more strategic with how I'm moving. So I think that having somebody to represent or have the responsibility of something makes you more strategic in how you're going to get your next racket. Yeah, I will admit that that's, that thought has crossed my mind. I've even thought to myself, like, I wonder how my hustle would switch up if I actually had somebody to provide for, where mm-hmm. I, it's not just me. I really got to no, no ifs, ands, or buts. This shit got to work. I got to make gotta this work. happen. I, I, I think about that sometimes. So I get what you're saying. I get your point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just on but on paper, yeah, absolutely. No no attachments. Absolutely. Because I mean, on the other end of it, people can get the ups on you. Now I got now I got leverage on you. Mm-hmm. Even though I sure. think that people that operate in that thing, they know family keep that out of it. You know what I mean? That's that's a part of it. But uh but yeah, they give they they pretty much give Chris some good advice though. I think uh, I like what they said. They're like, bro, you love the girl, just rock with her, basically. Like, just who cares? Like, just rock with her. Um, Remind me of Goodfellas, man. You you gotta go home. <laughs> you don't want to end up with Paulie. Uh, we pull we get a side. Uh, we see on this on the side of the road. Chris is in a, his car. And he just randomly wakes up from shooting up. They're doing a great job of building us towards an arc for Christopher. Or does he have an arc? Um, But like him going towards, he wakes up. And then like when he wakes up, this man starts licking his arm where he stuck the needle at. This is crazy to me. This is definitely the lean, bro. It's crazy. Like it, people do this. I'm not being sensitive to people that are former drug addicts. I, if I'm not saying it that way, I'm saying crazy because I'm so unfamiliar, so ignorant to it. So if anybody's a former uh, struggle with drugs before, I'm not making light of your, you know, your struggle because we all got them. But I'm just so unfamiliar that it's crazy to me. Um, I warn those people right now. We are gonna make light of your struggle in the intervention episode. I promise you that, buddy. Like that's that's cool. Yeah, you gotta understand. It's in the world, Tony. Yeah, you're right about that, boy. Spike is so good at that. Spike is so good at that. Like, hey, I'm gonna let you know. It's coming at you, but I'm gonna let you know at least. Yeah, I'm gonna prepare you for it. Like right about now, I'm gonna punch you in the face. I just want you to know that. (laughs) Brace yourself. Uh, but but what do y'all get from uh, anything? I want to add to that. Just Chris waking up from you know shooting up on the drugs or whatever on the side of the road. Pathetic. Pretty self-explanatory. Pathetic. He's a bum. Pathetic. (laughs) Assemblyman pulls up to Maurice's house. It's so weird saying Maurice out loud. Uh, And we see his wife, and she's in a rush. She got to get the kids. And they they give us a shot of the whole crib. 
like real quick before he walks in, which is like very intentional, obviously, to show us like, yo, all three of these dudes <laughs> are living really well, but you know, again, they're getting the hustle off. That's you uh, know why? You know why, Mo? Why? Because they don't leave that seven thousand on the table. Spike, Spike knew where I was going with it, man. Matters. Yeah, that seven thousand matter. That's why. Seven thousand matter. Little huh? kids playing hockey, little black kids playing hockey and shit. Yeah, that seven thousand matter. Yeah, that's crazy. They got a home office. Look at his office at his crib. You got a Picasso in your house. <laughs> Straight up. He got child um, support, man. <laughs> yeah. Dad they they, made, they made sure they they made sure they put that in there, didn't they? Bro. They always wow. I mean oh, find a way, boy. Even oh, if you were a Benz, you still a nigga in a coupe. That's you put that part. That part. <laughs> Shouts out to Kanye, man. That part right they there. They found a way to throw that in there. I wish he could have fought back a little more on this, though, man. I ain't really like the dude was able to come in there and get that off like that. You know that's the realistic, counselor. though. It is. Yeah. It, it, it is. Because we like that as black people. When it start getting complicated and, and all that, and they, they word it a certain way, you start taking responsibility of it, and you start thinking, I ain't about to go to jail. You start thinking of the worst thing because you're black. Because so I'm you, not going to get the benefit of the doubt when this shit hit the fan. Yeah, exactly. He's going to get away with this shit. Exactly. He's going to get away with this shit. They're going to lock my ass up. So I guess I gotta do this shit. Yeah, you know yeah, how we do because we don't want no trouble, bro. Sense. Like we know we we yeah. are at a disadvantage. So all right, I guess it's my seven thousand. So I ain't about to lose that either. Let me figure it out. Which is crazy. Going to a he works with a youth group uh, that tries he to get them. <laughs> he works with a youth group <laughs> to try to get them out of out of trouble, and he goes to find some hoodlums to put them back in trouble. Um, hey, the assembly man saying I'm, I'm in a bind here, Mo, and I thought about setting it off. Like, I'm in a bind, Nate. I'm Bro. in a bind, Nate. <laughs> right, uh, I thought it was funny, too, where, like, uh, when you, when Tony came to the assemblyman's house, he had, you know, he had bourbon, uh, I don't know, tequila, whatever he had on the shelf, and they was drinking, and they had that. But then when you see Maurice, he's swishing around what looks like a beer in his glass, and it's in a tall glass. Uh I don't know if that's trying to make some like distinct little subtle class difference, but it was just a funny thing I noticed. I'm like, why are you switching around a beer? Like, people don't switch around beers. They do that with bourbons and harder that, liquors and wines. So I just thought it was a funny. I think the class thing is the fact that he's drinking the beer out of a glass at the crib. Mm -hmm. right. Most people, don't, your average, you know, blue collar American, they ain't taking time like to put the can. The, pour it into the glass. You know, they're taking it out the can, out the bottle, whatever the case is. Um, <clears throat> I do agree, man. I I don't like that he was able to get this off. Um, it's mm -hmm. another example of the assemblyman almost kind of stepping to me like, "Yo, you pussy," because, and as Maurice told him, like the deal was for me to get the houses. I'm gonna do the paperwork part, and that's it. Nobody said nothing about no violence. I'm gonna try to make this my last cross reference for the wire, season five. Somebody comes to see Marlo and was like, yo, I ain't getting paid enough. Like, I need a different split on my packs because I ain't got enough to pay my people. Marlo said, hey, short your people then. He said, but they my people. Well, short yourself. Like, whatever you telling me right now, I don't care. I, if I would have been out of taking that approach if I was Maurice, you telling me about X, Y, and Z, you got to figure that out. That's not my part wow. of the deal. There's wow. multiple pieces in this. Like, so that my, my piece ain't got nothing to do with getting people about the crib. I don't care about the optics, how it's going to look. You figure that out. None of that. You, you a politician. <laughs> This is what you do yeah. for a living. You politic. Like, so I'm not going for none of this. And I, I do. There is something about the way he folded. Um, also, real quick. So earlier you said, hey, you know, David Chase, let's get some more attractive black people in here. Sally Stewart who plays oh, Maurice's yeah. wife. 
Yeah. yeah. Opens the door. She's pretty attractive. And not only that, Mo, I'm sure you know this, right? Uh-huh. What I'm about to say? No, no, I, I don't know. I, I, I thought you were just talking about the... Uh... Oh, no. So Sally Stewart is the ex-fiance of Michael Imperioli. Really? Really? That black woman, is, that black woman and Michael Imperioli were engaged in the late 80s. Man, huh. No, I didn't know he really was rocking like that. That's like hell that. of a pool right there. I mean, I knew he was in Bad Boys. I was like, it's good to see you there. But yeah, they met in acting. They met in acting class, and um, he said that the breakup was kind of hard, but they ended up being friends and shit afterwards. And obviously, she's in the oh, show. Said I knew he was in the Bad same. Boys. <laughs> I knew he was in Bad Boys. <laughs> like but that it, gave him his black card. Because you know how we black people do. Crazy. We get we see you in a black movie. Oh, okay, they rock with us. Like you know, he was, how in, we uh, <laughs> he, he was in. He had a he had a very 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 small behind the scenes cam behind the scenes cam. He don't lean on me. Yeah. Oh yeah, he, yeah he would. He <laughs> that's how. Man, that's, he lean on me. That's crazy. He's at the very. He wanted. He like one of the bad kids that they kick out at the very yeah, beginning. Your car kicked out. Yeah, he, he, he ain't got no speaking Curry lines. Only? Yeah, he ain't got no speaking lines. I'm a, matter of fact. Holy I'm a tech, I'm a screenshot a picture of it and send it to you in the in the, in the text. That's crazy. Yeah, my, shout out to Michael Imperioli down with the swirl, man. Um, but you we get a tone with these people. These, these people. People is crazy. Tony and Melfi. Uh, they discussed the last session when Tony, you know, obviously knocked over the tissue and said, you, you lied. You know, he goes crazy on Melfi. Uh, bro, this is by far one of the funniest Tony Melfi scenes. I've even made an she edit about this. Oh, my line. gosh, bro. <laughs> she said, he said. I think it's probably the same one that, with the crack. <laughs> yes. Like, this was so funny and so on point. Um. But she said, he said, I, 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 I show restraint. I could have done this. I could have done that. But I, I, I just drove off. I went on. Okay. Well, in the, in the moment that you're having an issue or you're angry about something, I ask that you extend to me the same uh, grace you would extend to a crackhead. <laughs> like, that was so good. God. And then even him having a smirk after, it's like, that was such a bar, bro. It was. I, I, I love Tony's whole. Cause remember he was talking about something else, and she brought it up, and he was like, "That was weeks ago." Like, what you talking? AJ. Yeah, well, his confusion, like that was weeks mm -hmm. ago. You want to bring that up now? Like we in the middle of this? Yeah, that was. Uh, said, I never laid a finger on you. You loomed, right? You knocked off my pick it back up. Oh, I'm like, dude, yeah, white can't just... nobody get away with the looming shit better than white women. Like, I, I was, it was just standing so close to me. Oh, it's, it's definitely like, up. yeah, it definitely was. <laughs> just shut up. It's shut great. up. Tony's always justifying his fuck shit. Like yeah, he said, okay, and telling him I set the basket. Like, man, listen, this is deeper than that. This ain't even about that. Like, bro, you can't be coming in here having that kind of behavior. She's setting those boundaries, which is why Melfi's Melfi. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it was a great scene, man. I, even the ending of it when he when he talked about the the other therapist mm -hmm. and Melfi gives him that look. He was like, oh, <laughs> I know, I like. He said, I should, what do you say? I should do what? There's no, there's no, I think he said there's, there, there's no reason or, uh, what the hell? Let me get the exact line he said. He said, I'm still pissed off at you or something like that for you referring yeah. to that, 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 that stupid doctor that told my daughter to basically lead a country for a little bit or something. He's like, all right, all right, all right. they got nothing to, <laughs> nothing to do with this. But I mean, you just got to love. He always try to one up her. He, he always do. try to one up her. Well, like, I justify for doing this. You ain't smarter than me. Yeah, he need stupid he needs bitch to. almost in my yeah. That's what it was. There it is. The Barcelona. Yeah, <laughs> that stupid bitch almost in my <laughs> he was so, so much conviction. So much conviction about it too. 
Like yeah, she gave him that. She gave him, she, she didn't even say shit. She gave him that look, and he's like, you, "You're right. There's no excuse." Man, he's like, no I, excuse. I, 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 no deal. Mad about that. I'm a miserable prick. I said it from the beginning. <laughs> like you know, it's only totally uh, funny because we all know people like that, or we've done it ourselves. We definitely. Oh, we the only reason we even bringing this up is because you on my head. So now I'm on. You on my fact, head. I've been holding on to what some about shit too. Shit you did. Yeah. Right, I've been playing this all week, son. Like, uh, but uh. I will say I don't really like this hairstyle on Melfi. I don't know what's going on this week. I ain't really digging the hair. Um the session and of course the legs always save it, but the hair, I just I don't know what that was. Um Adriana and Chris. Hey, Adriana gotta be stressed to be sitting at home watching the A-team. You know what show? Don't tell us for the ass that you know oh, what show. Ah, my fault, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, Mo he got bailed out because he was like, I ain't, I ain't know what that show was. Dude, I was about to have a sweat from Key and Peel, you know, a little sweat me with the water drops. <laughs> I used to watch that shit faithfully, nigga. Yeah, oh, really? They yeah, they good though. Mr. They T good. was my boy, man. Yeah, they good. Yeah, Eighteen was this shit. Pity the fool. Oh, you talking about eighteen? I'm talking about Key and Peel. <laughs> nah, I'm not. Hell no. Uh, <laughs> hey man, we Chappelle show niggas, bro. Yeah, like, all right. Know. They don't take away from them though. Like they they not Chappelle, but they were still funny. Oh, uh, but damn, that's crazy. Mike and yeah. Billy pitch. Yeah, that is oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Boy, that hair was not it. Boy, that's definitely the eighties. Um, what do y'all think about this session? They have this kind of heart to heart moment and stuff, and everything's going good. And she asks him, "Are you high?" <laughs> Which is funny. And it's funny. It's like you be getting high too. What is this? They they are like just him, they're not good together. Yeah. <laughs> she ain't gotta be high all the time. This nigga's starting to get high all the time. And again, he look like you said earlier, he look high. Yeah, bro. And that's something that a woman would ask you though. A woman that fuck with you that know you. Y'all know like women that are you you been drinking? You uh-huh. you, you high? Like Michael Imperioli is biting it because he really looks like the progression of being a drug addict. Like it's like, bro, you you still think you're functioning normal. Like that's the, I mean, it's ridiculous. You really believe it? Like he's talking, they're having heart to hearts. He's talking to the fellas at the Bean. This man just woke up on the side of the street high and just licked his arm and kept on, uh, took a licking and kept on ticking. Like, bro, like it's crazy to do. You're in the mob, dude. Like people could like literally whack you, and you're just high. Like, oh man, I'm glad I, I'm good today. It's just crazy. Like it's crazy. Um, but they work things out and they have a, a beautiful little sweetheart moment or whatever. And uh, you know what? This is who uh, Jonathan Major should have said, hold me down like Adriana. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have got less fat. He'd have got less flat. <laughs> he should have said, why can't you be like Adriana LaServa? <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm sorry. I I know we didn't we didn't I didn't blend that out for the longest, but like the way she hold him down, and he is just in terrible condition. I need a you need Adriana server, bro. Um, that's what no, you're that's looking real. for. Don't ask me no questions. Don't don't ask me if I'm on drugs. Don't ask me who I'm involved with. Don't ask anything. <laughs> that's what you're looking for. Oh man, that's why I love making this show in 2024. It makes the whole thing different because of all the reference we have now. Um. You just got you can't watch these two and just realize like this is not going to end well. These two are terrible. Oh, it's very terrible for each other. It's very toxic. Like it's before the term was really established. Like this is uh, literally that. Um, We get a small scene. Adriana uh, and Carmela have this cute little moment where they talking about trying to get married, and and she's like, "Don't go to Vegas. You can save you some money, and you could do it here." I love how 
excited uh, Carmella is here, but why do you think she is so excited here? Is she just excited about love? Is she excited about... Oh, she's even offering them... She's excited, especially when she know they ain't got nowhere to have it. She get to... Like, this is what she do. Host people... Want to be the big dog on campus and like she did the little thing to uh, oh yeah yeah party wife and then seasons and this is Charmaine, her thing yeah. like oh, okay. you guys should have the wedding here and I bet she's gonna be over uh, involved in whatever they're doing she just do that so she can be Carmela Soprano I, it was ingenuine to me she definitely got some savior complex oh, yes wow. okay I didn't get that at all yeah, um. yeah nah Carmela definitely got a savior complex man she wants to make sure I was there and helping. All that stuff. It's so different because she's just playing it. Next time she meet up with the girls, you know, Aid is having her wedding at my house. Uh, We're going to have yeah. uh, you know those You're right. You might be right. Bro. Even, that even like past that. that. Even past that, y'all. You know, you know, she told me before she told her own mother. Mm. Oh, yeah. She, you see, she's she told, using she, that. That's, she told me first. She told me first. Wow, yeah, yeah, I might be on it. Like, and it's hard because as men, we don't really always understand women's language, like how they, how that that whole setup. That's the good thing about us being a little older. We've been around enough to start to understand that. Like that right there, like I would have missed that as younger me in my twenties. I would have missed that all that whole yeah. setup. But way I just put that. Oh yeah, you've been around women long enough to know. Like, oh, this is setup right here, girl. You'll been- never believe this. She mm-hmm. about to you exactly like. That extends what we said last week when I said uh, you can watch Sopranos at multiple points of your life and have completely different perspectives because yeah, you've done enough right. living to kind of mm-hmm. figure things out. So, yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. That's what, that's like I said, when when you get married, come back to the show again. You know, you get have kids, come back to the show again. If things change in, in whatever the status is, come back to the show again. Like this show will always give you something like that. So, um, but yeah, we get... Um, I don't got nothing to add, but niggas shoot niggas. Next scene. Uh, One night, I hate that they added the kid in there. Like, the kids in here was, to, that was, I hate that. Yeah, it was nasty. Don't try to draw no fake sympathy for us for these crackheads, man. Like, I don't give a fuck that these niggas is going in there shooting at them, man. Get them out of there. I'm I'm more interested with the main character of the show and them being out of the house. I don't care that they shooting crackheads and it's it's wrong or they shouldn't have did it or that this gang group did it and they were reforming. I don't care about none of that. It's like what you said, Mo. Niggas shoot niggas. We can move past it, but I do really hate that they put that kid in there trying to draw some fake sympathy from us. Mm-hmm. I guess it was trying to tie back into the. It's trying to tie back into the Maurice, the yeah, the I guilt conversation they're trying to have. Yeah, I don't. It, it, I, 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 I'm, I don't. I'm not with you on that. I there is sympathy, <laughs> but I just think it's not needed. It's just not. It doesn't. It doesn't change anything. Like, oh dang, the little girl there. Uh, anyways, like it. It. It's no. What I appreciate, I think what they're trying to do, Sopranos, I think in this realm, I think they're trying to, they're trying to handle black people in a certain way, I think, like for not necessarily knowing black well, there's people. A, there's a complete lack of diversity in that writer's room. You can tell that. And that's uh, yeah. how they're handling black people. Yeah. They're handling black people like white people talking about black people and mm. trying to get black people to care about black people. They're not to handle it from a ah, black perspective. Okay, no, this you. is what would happen. It's white people talking about black people, which was always going to be a trying to tell report. us to care about black people. As yeah, black yeah, people. exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah, you killed that. Yeah, this ain't the show for that. <laughs> stay nah, stay nah, in your exactly. lane. Let's keep that shit moving. Nah. Stay in your lane. Yeah, yeah this, this is... It. 
every time I see this, this stuff just be every time I see certain gritty stuff, it just reminds me of the wire. I'm, I'm gonna say that. Like every time I see certain things, it just it's feels not as good. No, not obviously as, not as in, good in because the of sense. yeah, in the grid. But it just did give me wire ish vibes. Maybe some yeah. throwaway joints, but it feels wire ish to me. Um, but uh, pretty much that. I don't know why that scene was so long. Uh, that kind of made me feel away, but we can keep moving. What make you feel what? Feel away about what? Yeah, man, that shit ain't like the wire, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> they never had the makers of a varsity athlete, huh? Yeah, never had the makers of a varsity athlete. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's some that's some empire shit. Nah, we ain't gonna do that. Hold on, watch your mouth. <laughs> All right, no, I'm just playing. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Empire is crazy. Why? Why Empire? Why? Uh, Empire I, I think I heard you. I, I think I, I heard you. I heard you mention Empire. I think on another week in the books today. Oh and yeah. That's yeah, what, yeah. And for some reason it was in my head. So that was Empire. the first thing I thought of. Now oh, the first the way season it dropped was off. Like, I watched. I first, watched. Maybe the first ten episodes. I don't even know if it was the full season. I watched the, the first, first season, and I, I watched the first. I started this first episode of season two, and I saw oh, Chris man. Rock as a gangster, and I turned it off immediately. Yep. Oh, I, I definitely turned it off like, oh, for Chris this. Rock, though. It was for a lot of people dropped off because they was definitely like they had an agenda, and they was definitely going crazy. They was pushing. Oh yeah, they definitely they put the trash. They put the baby in the trash can. I was like, oh y'all, wow, yeah, 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 y'all, wow, man, bro. <laughs> y'all, wow. Sheesh. And we deep in these insane. streets with the television, man. Y'all, y'all ain't heard, man. Y'all go check out. Uh, we got y'all, man. Um. <laughs> Appreciate we get a it. we get a short scene. Mari pretty much finishes the transaction. Um, Tony, uh, he buys a fifteen thousand dollar watch for Brian, which no, really means he's, no, 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 no. Oh, no, well, did I miss something? No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Well, no. Take me back. That's what what for Yeah, that's, that's what Brian said, said it's worth. Yeah, that ain't no fifteen thousand dollar watch. Okay, how much? How much is that that's watch? A, really, a knockoff. Uh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Tony got him a knockoff? No, I'm just saying, Brian think it's worth that much. It, it has to be more than that. Like, I'm looking it up now. 99 grand, 145 grand. You can get a used one. Okay, it's one used here for 14,500. 21 grand, 66 grand, 112 grand, 225, 114, 583,000. But technically, these are big boy watches. Yeah, them, them, okay. them like one of them ones. Super, super big boy. So you think that Tony, somebody like, but do you, do you think Tony actually bought this? Or you think like some kind of way, like he has some kind of hookup? He probably got a good deal on it. He definitely got a deal somewhere. on it. He got it from somewhere. We know it's Tony. Yeah, that's yeah, like, because you know, yeah. He don't care enough about Brian but, to pay retail for it. So he definitely got yeah, a deal. Okay. A motherfucker like Brian to have that motherfucker on, though, like it, this changes his life. Mm-hmm. He go to his little Wall Street job you got to protect on? Come on, bro. Yeah. Hey, you, you feel it. Like, damn, where you get that? Yeah, now you killed it last quarter, didn't you? <laughs> Many people I mean, you sign up for mutual deals and shit. But whatever it is you do, <laughs> how many life insurance policies did you sell? Boy. And I know um, we say it all the time. I just got to shout out Tony's awareness. Brian yelled up uh, that he here borrowing tools. They about to go upstairs and tell him, hold up. You did say you was borrowing tools. Take this. Mm-hmm. And I know my wife. I know she gonna know if you walk yeah. out of here with no tools. Yeah, because if you walk out of here with a with a, with a watch box, like she she's on, she's already breaking his balls about money. If if she catches anything, like she was when Seal came, he brought over the, that, the bottle and they was having a conversation about Big P. 
oh, this is when he was a rat. It's all good. Like we ain't talking about money. You ain't even got to worry about nothing like that. But like cousin uh, Brian coming over now, we kind of low key in your eyes look like we're buddy buddy, and he comes back up here with a, a gift box. All right, hold on, bro. Did he hide the watch? Did he hide it? Let me see. I don't know because I didn't nah, quite see it. It wasn't really hidden. It was in his hands. Like it wasn't okay, open, it but it wasn't hidden. Like I, you, I know you got something that you didn't come in with. I'm leaving here with something. It's, it's in his, it's in his left hand. Okay. Okay. Do you think uh, that she gave a little look when he walked off? Do you think that was disappointment because she knows her cousin is getting in too deep with Tony, or do you think that's because? Him and Tony are making money. She thinks without her. Um, I think it's just that she's out the loop. Whatever it was, I think she knows that it's something going on, and yeah. it's enough for you to lie about it. Yeah, like you yeah. taking it, you you went to the you went to the extent of taking this tool with you because you knew you was lying about whatever it was you was doing. So now I know you mm -hmm. went to something. I'm out the loop. I ain't even get you involved for all that shit. Yeah, now you are. You got to deal with it though. Like that, that come with it. Like you, you was pushing so hard to get these oh, papers. You know who signed. your husband is. Yeah, you know who your husband is, and you know if you know that's what can I say? You know, what I mean, I'm a miserable prick. That's what I do. I'm a do? hustler. Like yeah, so you know what it was. Like don't 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 act brand new. Um, you skipped the scene though. No, but but Furio. Furio. Yeah, Furio. She's okay. fixing up herself. She's excited. We already had this little side phone conversation. You know, a little small caking moment. Um, y'all, some of the youngers don't even know what caking mean, but. Uh, but he comes up and he's playing a different tune. He's just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna stay in the car." And she, they're kind of talking in code. What is it that kind of I didn't? I never caught like the transition from where it was earlier to here, where Furio was playing a different tune. Where, where did that? He where know, did that? He know he flying too close to the sun, man. He know he what mm -hmm. he's doing is wrong. Even fantasizing about Tony Bitch like it to get him killed. Like now, I'm finding out y'all playing phone tag and you. Playing around with like, oh, I left my glasses over there. Man, he know all of this can get him knocked off. So he's finally starting to realize how ridiculous he's been. So he's like, let me step back. Cause she not gonna do it. Mm -hmm. Ain't nothing else to it but that. Okay, I, I always, I always thought the conversation he has in Naples was before this. I don't know why. That's why it threw me off. Mm, nah, that's not you see, what I'm saying like timeline wise. Time he's trying to show some restraint. Yeah, he's just trying to show some restraint. Like you know what I, yeah. I I'm getting so comfortable that I'm forgetting what reality is. Because he was the aggressor yeah. on the phone call. Like that was like kind of out of Furio's bag. He don't really do the aggressor thing. She pulled he up on him with a hurtful court press though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He but responding. Yeah, but he went out his way that time. It was like, oh, whoa, 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 bro. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you pushing it now. So you, you know, if you push this, it's gonna happen. You know, we, you know how we are as men. Sometimes certain scenarios, we know if we push this, it can happen. We better just if not I say a word. Just a little effort. Yeah, you know, know that's what I'm saying. It's like I better not even. I'm not gonna even geek. Yeah, I gotta go ahead and. <laughs> let, me, let me remove myself from boy because it's like if i even do the, a little smirk it's over like um mm -hmm. but we go to johnny sack and paulie i don't know where the spot is what is fly that's that's in brooklyn it's in brooklyn bridge. that's the brooklyn bridge yeah man this my this spot's fly with the open windows no 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 blinds nothing i'm loving every time i see it, i'm like it's scenery it looks really good Lou. like mm -hmm. um but paulie shares that tony and them Got another hustle with his hood, and he finds out because Ralphie's big mouth uh, going around bragging about it. And, uh, of course, we get the classic line, Carmine asks about you. But uh, uh, Paulie says, hey, what we talk about here, 
It don't leave the table. He's like, oh, don't worry, it don't. Which is funny because he literally meant that. <laughs> what did y'all think about this, man? I hate how unaware it's uh, Paulie is. Like when it's in, in the line that he says, you tell me your problems, I tell you my problems. Johnny Sack literally never tells this nigga nothing. All he does is ask questions trying to figure out what's going on. You're my mole inside the Sopranos crew to make sure I don't get left out of anything that I need to be included on. And Paulie is too old, too experienced, too much of a veteran in this game to be getting manipulated like that. But it does speak to Johnny Sack's intelligence. I mean, he does tell him like he don't tell him real things. He give him some oh, generic things. That's what I'm. That's all I mean. Oh, okay. It's bullshit. Okay. Gotcha. I, I ain't saying that he doesn't in, engage in the conversation. He makes Paulie think that he's telling them shit. But we looking at it, we're like, ah, okay, gotcha. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. gotcha. Well, what about you, Rick? Um, no, nah, everything, everything y'all said, I agree. Um, Charlie Sachs, we saw this with the Ralph scene last season, just how the, he can, because, you know, he was, it wasn't just a full court press like Tony's bad. Like, oh, you know, your boss, if you even associated with somebody, that can be a case, you know, give him some slack. Pretty much tell him to Paulie, give him some slack. And then Paulie spills the beans about this new deal uh, with Zellman. And I thought it was interesting Johnny Sachs' reaction to it because he found out a that Tony's running another play without telling me, but b I wonder how much of Johnny Sachs was like, damn. At some point, I can't just keep running with this information because he's Tony too smart to not ask questions know. about how the fuck did you keep finding shit out mm-hmm. and putting two and two together. So I think Paulie or not Paulie, John had to kind of take a step back and like, damn, when do I play this hand? Because I can't just keep. It's too convenient every time mm-hmm. I keep knowing information. Like Tony, at some point, is gonna get to the bottom of this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it's like having an ace of spades when you're playing Joker high in spades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You never know when to play the ace because them two right. jokers are still yeah. up there. Yeah, you're right. And you can't hold on to it too long because then they don't have you any don't value. Have no value. Exactly. Then yep. you just lose it. Yep. More great pool spike. That was fire right there. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, a, a lot of play? listeners, a, a lot of listeners won't get that because they, they won't get that. They don't play space. <laughs> they won't understand. No, they won't understand. Y'all fuck with good and plenties. Yeah. When Paulie said he wishes he had good and plenties. I don't what is that? Good and plenty. Oh, the little I might say, it's right? licor- Yeah, the, yeah, but they licorice. It's black licorice. Oh, nah. it's candy coated. That's keeping Mike. It's terrible. Yeah, no. Keep it Mike and that, Axe over here. That if if there was a candy that anybody asked me that Paulie Walnuts eats, good and plenty yeah, would definitely be it. Yeah, okay, okay. I, I guess I never mm-hmm. even think about what Paul. Paulie's such a different kind of dude. You never, I never think about what would be his preference of anything. He just he feels eat. so. I guess it's an old candy, though. Yeah, it makes sense. He eat good and plenty of almond joys. Like that's the type of shit that Paulie. Definitely some almond joys. Yeah, I gotta yeah. look up good and plenty. Good and plenty is like licorice, Mike and Ike's, right? Yeah, like it's black licorice, not even cherry licorice. It's black, black. licorice. <laughs> See, Paulie and, and, got- and it's candy coated. See, probably don't have a soul, bro. You eat, you eat. If you eat good and plenties, like if you that's your go to, like nah, that's my bag. Like I don't eat whoppers, I don't eat Skittles, M and M's. I got good and plenties. Hey, I got a question. So I got some questions to ask. Um, Jesus, that's disgusting. Man, it's crazy. I've had them before. I, I thought they was Mike and Ike's. I was like, oh, this is like the old school version. Uh, it wasn't. <laughs> um, it's like Martina. But no, okay. Um, <laughs> but it's Albanian. I can't wait to get to that. Shit. I know, my man Artie Buko. 
<laughs> Never gets old. <laughs> um, but let me see. Tony, is that all y'all wanted to add as far as the Johnny Sack? Um, oh, that's what I wanted to say. Johnny Sack, you're right. I think you made a great point, Spike, about it's too convenient for me to say something because he got out of there by a slither of his balls to not reveal that when he wanted to whack Ralph. Like tell us your tell us your source, and they was like, I'll, I'll I'll give you the access. He barely got out of there, and they still was like trying to figure out who is it, and they ain't had a party for Paulie and everything, and they still don't know that that's him. So it's just amazing. Like he barely got out of there to keep his, uh Paulie as his insider. So yeah, you right. To show it also goes to show what the guys think of Paulie. Like even as they were joking, yeah. telling Christopher, you don't want to become Paulie. It never even crosses their mind that right. this nigga could be talking to Johnny Sack. Yeah. Like, why would Johnny Sack even like have conversations with Paulie? Yeah. Like they, they, they don't even go over. So yeah. Yeah. So that that yeah, that was just a little adage I forgot I wanted to add to. Uh but Tony and Assemblyman, uh Tony still ain't rocking with him and Irina. Um that's pretty much it. I don't I don't really got nothing else to do. But we got Vito here, I guess. Vito, you know, he's known for the construction element of it. So what what is this play that Tony's doing? Like as far as the the pipes and the they stripping everything out of the house and selling the parts. So you go get the metal like another you know, wire reference. Back. Like you, you could sell copper back to uh builders or welders and they will pay you uh dollars on the pound or cents on the pound for the amount of copper that you have. So they go out and they strip the radiators, they strip the piping from the plumbing and they take all of that down to wherever Tony told them to take them and they get money for it. Mm. So that's, that's the seven thousand he was talking about. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, gotcha. that's the seven thousand dollars. Okay, then we get this little. We get a, we get a little it's black kid. Less than that because you got to play veto to do it. I'm sure that's like a that's probably like a two three thousand dollars job for veto. Yeah, but I guess it's still like that overall. Well, maybe it's a ten thousand dollar overall job, and he's counting the three that he had to pay veto for it. Maybe ah, that's okay. It. Yeah, and even then they bust that down probably right. Um, well, veto had to. He had to pay his crew. Yeah. Well, I'm saying Tony with the, the with the three or. Well, I'm saying it's probably a ten thousand dollar pay. Out of the ten, you got to pay Vito three for taking the stuff out. Yeah, but the seven they split that though. Not Vito, but no, Tony. The seven is it. mine. The, oh. the, the seven is Tony. I know. Oh, so they, that's the additional. He's just saying yeah, if y'all don't. This is my thought. This is my play. Yeah, oh, okay. and that's the reason why he was like, "Do you want me to take it out of your end?" Oh, okay. like he's so thinking, right. and that's he goes to look at the house. He's like, oh, "Okay, well, shit." So that's the additional for him. Exactly. Ah, okay. So he's like, "Okay." Yeah, that's another seven grand. Ah. For me. And if I don't get my seven grand, I'm just gonna take it from one of y'all. So y'all ah, okay. to get these crackheads out of here. Gotcha. What a play. Well, we get this little. We get a little black kid walks up and he's like, hey, "Is this neighborhood gonna get better now?" It, again. Again. Again, bro. Stop. Like, we don't, is, is this supposed to be comedy? Nah. It's so this is this leads into <laughs> the it? next couple scenes. This is and it's not it's not it's not done well. And that's why it's funny. Okay, there we go. Um, that's the conversation. It's not done well at all. It's, it's very, as I always like to say, it's very message. Um, mm-hmm. But he's supposed to represent, you know, it goes back to all oh, men. Remember when we started this? We were so pure. We wanted to change the world. It's showing him like, damn, maybe what we're doing is wrong and it's messed up. It's just a terrible, awful, cheap way of doing it by having this. Even when you look at the scene, the kid's chilling on the <laughs> fence. And when Tony leaves, you see him pop out the fence like on purpose. It wasn't even, like, it, it just, it's not Sopranos, man. It's not what they do. Like, yeah. I didn't want to make an kid. edit with like some commercial he said, music. He should have said kid. He should have said kid. Kid. 
are there any nice houses here anyway? <laughs> where, where are the other nice houses? <laughs> What's the dude named the refrigerator, the football player? This feel like a commercial from like that time. I, I, period. Like, yeah, you, like you think about a uh, mean Joe Green problem. Okay, okay mean Joe, Joe Green. Green. Yeah. It's like a mean Joe Green commercial. Hey, That's is our neighborhood cool. going well, little boy? Uh, you know, it's just like, what is this? What are we doing? <laughs> like, he said, "Nigga, get out of my face, <laughs> bro! You know how much money I just made? Like, no, that little kid, that is crazy. Like, bro, hey, what, uh, hey, what, 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 Oh, man. Bro, the delivery, everything whole, about it. Hey, teach a man how to squabble. Like, that whole, like, yeah. Fuck out of here, little nigga. Yeah. so good. Gosh, he was so good. Because you say that to somebody you love like that. Like, I don't want to put hands on you, so I'm going to tell you very hey, politely, get the fuck out of here. Please. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> hey, immediately. But it was like, perfect, though. Like, we was all looking at that, just a, a small break in the wire. I mean, in the, what we talking about with Soprano, we was all looking at Snowfall when Levi came in and talking to him about that the same way. Like, nigga, you understand what's going on? I don't give a fuck about your little. Like they had war, bro. Out of here, bro. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> he, almost whispered, he almost whispered it to him. Like, get the fuck out of here, little nigga. Yeah, like, look, bro. I, I really ain't got no problem with you, but please get out of my face before we have a yeah. real problem. <laughs> that's right up there with ghosts. That's right up there with ghosts. Oh, ghosts. Like, <laughs> I lost the love of my life to, to your wife. <laughs> that Could one and uh, when he told Tyreek, sleep the time over, little nigga. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that. I love that. Wake the oh, fuck up, man. little nigga. Sleep time over. Bro, could you imagine Tony telling Carmella to her face, Gloria, like when she commit when we talked about her, you know, is she still hanging around? Telling her, like, I just lost the love of my life. Tony telling Carmella Gloria is the love of his life. Like, that's crazy, bro. That's why I go that's why I say Ghost one of my best anti-heroes, regardless how y'all feel about the right. Uh, I've been looking at some of the stuff, man. They've been putting out some of the clips because they had it on Twitter to fake your favorite ghost lines, man. It's been some good shit in there. I might look at power again, yeah, yeah, just it, to see it, some of that shit in real time. It's again, just entertaining. Hey, we can do it. We can do a best episode ever, power, man. Just let me know when y'all ready. Best I, episode I, ever. I, I will be there. It's the same way we did with Martin. Episodes or something. Yeah, bro. Oh wow. Yeah, I'll yeah. go back in that world. I ain't yeah. seen Ghost in the Ghost was so. that nigga, though. I ain't gonna hold nah, he was. Ghost was that nigga. He was. Like, we was on him. I, I hate we, We'll have another you, conversation man. about it, but we'll have an anti hero conversation in regards to like Sopranos and uh, Tony, and we'll build off of that and we'll get into obviously our Walter White's and our, uh, I don't know, who's our anti hero in Game of Thrones? Um, Shit, everybody's an anti hero. Everybody's an anti hero, I guess, yeah. Uh, I would say Little Finger. Um, Varys. Yeah, he's really good. Littlefinger is like one of them low key. Yeah, I like him. Varys. Shit. I Probably mean, maybe a little bit of Jamie. A little bit of Jamie Lannister, man. Oh, definitely. Jamie's definitely. that. Yeah, Jamie. that's he's probably definitely. at the top that's, here. That's it. That's the answer. That's what about answer. little brother? Look, the right. younger brother. Uh, the I say Jamie huh? more than Tyrion. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Jamie more than Tyrion. Okay. Yeah, Tyrion was more hero than that. Because Aaron. even when even mm-hmm. when I knew I wasn't when I first watched Game of Thrones, even when I knew I wasn't supposed to like Jamie, I like Jamie. I, it was one of those True. ones like, damn, like, I know I ain't supposed he to like dude, but up. I fuck with him. Like, I'm yeah, I know. When they I had know. him locked up in the pen and he was talking shit, I was like, I, I fuck with him. Yeah, yeah I, even I, before I, that, I he just had... Dude. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah this, like, is this after the arm? Like, after the... What, you, before the arm, before I fucked with Oh, before the arm? Before. I really yeah. wasn't before yeah, the arm. Before it was after the arm. I think maybe the hair, when he cut the hair, 
after the arm, somewhere around there, I think that's why I was like, all right, yeah. It's I, I similar to it's similar to what we talked about with Joe Goldberg and you. Like it's one of those people, like I know I shouldn't be rooting for dude, but I kind of fuck with Jamie. Like he's a yeah. terrible yeah. person and I shouldn't feel this way about him, yeah. but I fuck with dude. It's it's that's amazing writing. Like you gotta be that's a that's a that's a gift. Like it's still fuck him. Like don't get me wrong, it's still fuck him, but it's yeah. like you know. But I dap you. <laughs> sure. I dap you. Yeah. It's Nino Brown, Nino Brown on the roof with the tears in his eyes. If I gotta clap you, I'm gonna be sad about it, but I'm gonna do it. <laughs> that is great. Yeah, great. <laughs> Nino Brown, one of our anti heroes. We're gonna have that conversation. Yeah, please Man, stay tuned. To, yeah, that's gonna be good. We need to do that. Yeah, it, 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 that might be one of the ones to put in that bag. If I even if I ain't here, because y'all too deep with this. Uh, like yeah, but anyway, um, Adriana's trying out dresses and uh, and who is this lady that's with Adriana? Just one of her friends. Okay, just a friend. Oh, so she do got friends other than agents. Uh. And she, and so we date, which they, that's a good setup. They, you pretty much bring the friend in just to say, Hey, I'm getting married. Just saw her testify against my husband. And old girl give it a new flat news flash. But her haircut looks like the 50s. Like, what are we? This look like some I love Lucy, Nick at night, black and white. What is this hair, bro? Like, like this look Italian shit. It, yeah, yeah, it, it is, but it looks like she some, was telling that agent you need to have a big hair. Uh, yeah, because yeah, this like big this hair is like, like cause Adriana, she got more of the new era, new generation at that time hair, like got the curls, got the highlights. This girl got that real classic poofy joint. But um anything y'all want to add to that that scene right there? Nah. Okay. A- Adriana goes and she Other talks. Than Adriana paid for her own wedding dress. <laughs> she said put it on my car. That's crazy. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, it is. Even if my my wife, like, even if her dad wasn't paying for it traditionally, like, I'm, I would pay for it. Like, he's like, hey, know, I need a few dollars to get my dress. Put it today, on my Christopher. car, Christopher. <laughs> what? You know? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Like, just like it's a regular transaction. Like, yeah. uh, she goes, who's who is it? Where's she going? Who is this that she's talking to? When she's trying to find out the new uh, the information on can I testify against my husband or not? Who is this guy? She called. They show the number one on the door. They show you that he was like highly accessible. This is like some better call salt shit with the billboards. Like he was like one eight hundred four lawyer or some shit like that. Ah, so this okay. is some random that she get the yeah. information from. Okay. It's one of those uh, one of those mailers. If you ever got in an accident and you are you get random mm-hmm. letter mm-hmm. from the attorney's office and shit. One of them ambulance chasers, almost like get yeah. your free consultation and shit. One eight hundred law for you. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, uh, if you ever in a jam, the fact that he explained it and she still didn't get it was crazy too. Adriana, yeah, it's a simple question: can't make can they make me testify? Not like I just explained it to you. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you're you're going to jail. <laughs> news you're flash. going to jail. Like, that's news flash, lady. You're going to jail. Right, it's over. He said them if they if they want you to testify, they will find a way, and that's why I said earlier, yeah, there's laws for everything. Yeah. We will find a way to get your ass on that stand. Especially how they was bringing the mob down around this time, or like you know they they found a way to and they got it and they got it off. Like when they did that Rico joint, they they started getting them up out of there, so they'll find a way. Um, mm-hmm. We get this scene: the assembly assemblyman and Maurice they come in and collect, and. Mars is feeling all 60, guilty. Sixty thousand in cash. Sixty thousand. Wow, that's that's good money. It's good money right there, boy. Cash. That's I ain't a, gotta pay no taxes on this. That's a year's salary cash. for a lot of people, for real. 
Like, yeah, like right there on the spot. Two salaries for some people. Some people, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, and, you know, whatever. Like they Ralph said, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people. That a lot need of poor houses. families. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're just having this again. They're doing this, like, where's the violin when you need it? Because what I is I wonder what Seal made off his. Oh, he's just counting out the money because Tony told him to. Now he had a cut because they they did the they did the champagne toast. There was something he had something to do with it. Yeah, so Seal knew something about that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird how that works. I don't know how that works exactly. If y'all know, y'all hit us up goodearnerpod at gmail dot com or goodearnerpod underscore sopranos on Instagram. Um. But yeah, they're just doing this fake like sentimental land. Uh, he's it, like, and they, and then they try to like rationalize them doing the bad deeds like oh if it wasn't gonna be us it was gonna be somebody it's just whatever like shut up like just shut up like just take it it's like, always a justification that's always a justification it is it's just like you already did the dirt bro just be quiet like yeah. you are you like, know you don't care you feel like, like trash don't care about your redeeming qualities bro we don't give a fuck yeah. about when y'all used to be good people we seen y'all make sixty thousand dollars doing bad yeah. shit with tony soprano yeah like it's it's over with. Like you feel like dirt, just just take that in on the ride home. Like that's it. You know you feel. I ain't about to, you know, talk to yourself, bro. Um, and I don't like too, as we continue to say, with no black people in the ride room. Why was it the black dude that didn't give a fuck more so than the 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 councilman acting like he was just so heartbroken by this? And we were, we were gonna start a revolution, Ronnie. Shut up, nigga. Because <laughs> it was because it was the hood. Get out of here. It was the hood. He he had to keep on keeping on. You know, all that like it, that's that's where it's supposed to be. Like I betrayed my people or whatever type deal, but it 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 didn't work. It just didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, they celebrate. We go to Adriana, um, bridal shower. Shouts out to Meadow. She did that. Um, I, I knew. I wish I. Oh, I wish I, I could have. What, what are you gonna do? I need to start. You know what I need to start doing? I need to start texting Spike on the side and be like, I bet Mo say something about this this episode. Okay, just having a little side bets. I knew you was gonna say something. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? If I had bet money, I would have won because I won million percent. I ain't gonna lie. I said it too. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Please don't make me feel like I'm crazy. No, 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 no. I knew you would bring it to the. I knew you would bring it to the show. I mean, be the one to bring it up. But yeah, that's why she was in her bag. Right. She was in her bag. She looked good. It's probably the best she ever looked. This is up there. This is definitely on the entourage. Like she looked oh, really yeah, good when she played yeah, on Entourage too. She really yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, I gotta run that back. Yeah, yeah. that's a good. Now, now you talking about a good rewatch? That is a that's a good rewatch. rewatch. We're gonna do another. We're gonna do a best episode ever on that too. I, Spike, I I'm recruiting you for it. I'm letting you know. How, okay, how that's many? That's one of my favorite shows. Come get us back when you tell us how many episodes it is because if it's too many, it ain't happening. They're thirty minute episodes, bro. You can mow yeah, through. That's why thirty minutes. That's episodes. why it's a good rewatch because they're thirty minutes. That's true. When mm-hmm. they get in a bag, they get in a bag like season maybe three through. I don't know, but like season they, season they two, season two looking. through five, season two through five was incredible. It, it's like, a it's a I fun, gotta see the next one right now. It's a fun world to go back into. You know what I mean? Like we, 100%, we, we like we how much you like Artie and Lloyd and all these like yeah, all, like yeah. like uh, Johnny Drama. Like that shit is that Johnny shit Drama is Chef's kiss, man. Yeah, he one yeah. of my favorite characters ever on TV. Johnny Drama. I don't like him at all. Like he's hands down, I fuck with me, But he's a bum to me. But he, how you feel about Artie Bucco? That's how I feel about Johnny Drama. That's how like, I feel about. I love crazy. Johnny Drama, man. I but but him, he bro. was he was good in that that though. But uh, just a couple more scenes here. But uh, yeah, I'm glad though. Thank y'all for not making me feel crazy here because she really wasn't her bag. But 
Uh no, nah, nah, she was. She looked good. Yeah, she got it. She definitely got it here. Um and even the later seasons, she really started to cook. But like just in her college realm, being with the older women and like tapping in where like she's the future and she's got the young beauty thing and the grown woman th- she's she's got it going on. Uh but they're, they're going through and I, were these gifts like used gifts or like gifts they just had laying nah, around? These babe, these are wedding, I guess they have wet bridal shower, is it? Well, is well yeah, but it seemed like they almost like, yeah, I didn't I don't use it or something like I think Seal's wife No, I have one. She said I have one oh. and I cooked it with this. That's how I know it's a good gift. Gotcha. It's like with the cappuccino thing. I think Carmelo or whoever bought it for had one. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's what we're going with. Okay, because I was like I think they buying things for her to be a, a homemaker like them. Like mm. for her to have more like, you know, just stuff at the house, be a better wife. Mm. Okay. Uh Tony pulls he Tony's riding around, you know, he's playing old oh, girl. Uh, you know, I'd be in trouble if you left me now and all that, you know, and he's getting all like it's like he's building himself up into this emotion. It it always feels so fake to me, like <laughs> but uh, because he started crying. Yeah, it's like you're trying to build towards this like thing. I think it's because of the diagnosis. I feel like in this moment it feels like that to me. So I always be like, ah, all right. Um, first time I was watching, I was like, dang, Tony really cares about her. He really loves Irina. He really not over her. As if he didn't have like a whole full love thing with Gloria Trillo. Like wasn't thinking nothing about her. But anyway, he comes in and assemblyman and they're having a conversation and, and Tony whips him like a little boy. He whip, he whips him like black mothers used to whoop us. Uh, and uh, he, wow. he he whips them like no all right I'm done. <laughs> Anything else y'all would have whooping at 40, 50 years old is oh he got it all. Dang. This is one of the if you talk about master manipulator, it don't matter what happens. Like if it, let's just say this happened to us, I don't care what happens. You start whipping me and I got welts and everything. I am not crying, bro. You got this off and you got out of there. Whatever I can't touch you. Whatever because I don't know what happened. I'm not crying. This man cried like a little girl. No, not a little girl. He cried like a little kid. I'm like, bro, you're not about to whoop me, and I'm crying. I'm sorry. As as, as this man, fifty some years, old, I'm not crying as a as a fifty year old man, a grandpa, dang near. I'm not doing that. First of all, why did you let him in? Like, let's start right there. I've never seen she, she let him in position. Yeah, like, why did you? Why did you go open the door and let the nigga in? Like, it's that's that's arena. We laying down like. I'm not even putting myself in this position where he would have been in a house to do this to me. But uh, I will say this is one of my least favorite Tony Soprano scenes out of the whole uh, series. And I did say earlier, as far as how he set this up, he may, well, now he didn't even deserve this. But I could see how Tony gets to this because I feel like you were playing with me, Pauls. You disrespected me. So I'm going to pull up and I'm going to show you the consequences of that. But still, I didn't like it. It made Tony seem smaller than he is. Like, it's wasn't, I'm a boss, man. I don't give a fuck about this bitch, man. I ain't pulling up to your house in the middle of the night and whooping you with a belt over this over this bitch. Like, come on. Like, I, I could see, like, what you said. I could see if it was Gloria. This that's that's what I'm saying. I could see if it was the love of my life, Gloria. <laughs> the love of my life. <laughs> right. We're doing this over this. this like, I could barely even stand her. Like, like I'm just like, okay. But it's again, all, you're disrespecting yeah. me too, though. Like you're disrespecting yeah. me, playing with me. I shouldn't even know that you was fucking her. 
It's really just Tony being possessive, bro. I hear yeah, disrespect. He it. It's just possessive. Like he's, he said it. Like all the girls in all the girls in New Jersey, you decide to fuck her. Like, that's all. That's all it came. That's all it came down to. Mm. Uh, yeah, I didn't like the scene either. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. I it, I just always have a hard time. I just I just don't find. I don't understand why. And I get it. it maybe because I'm black. I mean, I try to appreciate beauty from all ethnicities. I really do. I just never see it with her. I even see it with her cousin later, even though, you know, whatever. I could kind of see I could kind of see this. That's crazy. Even with the That's even crazy. Even with the one. That is crazy. Being able to see it with the cousin. Oh, yeah, I can see, you know. Dang. I see what you were going That's for. That's psycho behavior. <laughs> That's psycho right there. Jeez. Louise. What are you going to do? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> but like oh, I just never hey, see it. Hey. I never see it when I read it. I'm sorry. Like um I get it, you know. I write it. She's a maybe, nice little piece of ass. I mean she <laughs> she's probably a good time, but I just <laughs> I, I just never I don't know. Anyways. Uh but that is our episode. Thank y'all, man. I, thank y'all for tuning in this long hanging with the moolies. Uh this was episode Thanks. seven of Thanks for four. making that Thanks for making that uh that meme too, by the way, with the with the hustle and flow. Trick. Whoop that trick. <laughs> Oh yes, thank you for that shout out. I, I I literally made it like five minutes after I texted you. What was that again? Boom. Uh, <laughs> but um, watching too much television. Spike Lou, how do you rank this episode? Uh, this is a good earner episode. Good earner. Okay. Yes, it it was a hard teeter for me too. So I know what you, I know what you're going through, brother. Uh-huh. Uh, Rich, this is just an envelope for me. Ooh. That's another envelope for me, man. It's just not. It didn't progress the storyline per se, other than Paulie getting out of jail and a couple little tidbits here and there. They spent a lot of time with this uh, HUD deal and that whole process. It just didn't connect all the dots for me the way I wanted to. Uh, once again, just another envelopes are still better than 90, 95% of television. Uh, yeah. But in the world of Sopranos, it was just another envelope. I was back and forth. I was like, that it, it's entertaining as a good earner, but if I were to come down to do our review what we did and even um, just how they handled, it's like, uh, it just feel like David Chase keeps trying, kept trying to in this moment, like to figure out how to tie black people into this world, you know, but it never, it just seemed like it's never done well. Like every, every time we put a black person in a storyline in here, it never, it just never feels accurate. And I think even when we go to Many Saints, it was even worse. It's like there's this that this urgent I want to do this, but I, I again representation is important in those writers' room. So uh, it's just another envelope, and I agree with you. Like it's better than most shows. Um, I still was entertained, but it's just certain. The reason ele- the reason I gave it a good earner award is because I don't always say this on here. I love the way that they subtly show how Tony continue well rises up financially. It's never a main focus of an episode. However, you get to see the byproducts of him continuing to build his empire without it being overt and thrown in our face. So this was a major factor in Tony seasons five, six, the rest of the seasons, and how much money did he have? Out of it came from the reason that I gave it that nod. I appreciate it. And I appreciate your thoughts. Um <laughs> speaking, speaking of those, who gets the good earning chain for you this episode, Spike Luke? Mm. 
the good earner chain for me this episode it goes to Brian. Ah. tech watch he got to hang out he got to chill with the mobsters use his pants for a night get his free on you know and, and he's just he's reaping the benefits without having to have any repercussions of this lifestyle so i might go to brian that's a good pull right there. Damn, so I love that. That was great. That was great. It really, it really was. What say you, Rich? Who gets a good earning chain? Very simple. Giving it to Pauly Walnuts. Anytime you can get out of jail, um, especially in another state, come home. I know you still got your own issues. Hey, I got my own problems. <laughs> but um, the fact that he just got out of jail and he's able to get back on his feet, I'll give it to him. It would have been too easy to pick everybody for the come up from the HUD deal and all that. Yeah, so. I know. Yeah, I'm making it really challenging here. Um, I guess we'll go Ralph Cifaretto. Why not? This man just ha- this man just happened to wake up and get <laughs> be in a business deal. Are y'all going to breakfast? Yeah, all right. Yeah, Hold me, on, me, I'll join you. Right. So I, I, I go Ralph Cifaretto. Why not? I could imagine right. if their cut was sixty thousand grand, how much Tony and Ralph made. Yeah, they made some bread. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, because they never gonna give you. He real. said that was ten percent, right? Like I think Phil. And they bought a few houses, houses, right? Uh huh. Yeah. That's crazy. So ten percent of sixty thousand. Six hundred. Like hey, come on. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, who gets the broken balls award for you, Spike Luke? Other uh, can't get what with a belt. I get the broken bottles award in, in Spike Losing World. It's like for me, <laughs> assemblyman. <laughs> you're, a grown, you're a grown man, man. You get whooped with a belt, man. It's like you got to answer for that, man. So, assembling, what's his name? Ron? Ron. Ron yeah. Zellman. Yes. Ron, Ron Zellman. Zellman. Assemblyman Ron Zellman. He gets it for me. That's, that's good. That's I know that's low oh. fruit. It's there. Before I, before I get my answer, a little fun fact about that. Um, so, when they did the table read for that scene, um, the actor, I forget his name off the top of my head, the actor who plays Assemblyman Zellman, um, he read the script. The original script had him being like, I think Peter Rieger is his name. The original script had him being bare ass naked. And Tony was going like bare ass naked, whip him with the belt. And James Gandolfini, when they were in the table read, saw how uncomfortable that uh, the actor was, Peter Seeger. And I was like, dang. So he went up to him afterwards and he, kind of talk to him and realize that he had an issue with being like fully nude. Uh, so James Gandolfini went up to David Chase and asked him to rewrite the scene to make him more comfortable. That's why he's down to his boxers and stuff like that. So I just thought that was a cool piece of like actors sticking together type of like, I ain't I ain't trying to have you uncomfortable, bro. Like what, what we need to do to make this, you know, so we can get the scene right. Um, so yeah, they switch it up for him. So James Gandolfini uh, spearheaded that. That's fire, man. Um... I always wonder with stuff like that and acting, like how you still got to make it look real. Like, how much does that hurt, though? Like, how much do you, like, have to, like, literally whoop his ass? Well, you always, yeah, I always wonder when I see somebody spit in somebody's face. Yeah, and they'll show I, it. Yeah. And it'll be oh, the Cersei, the Cersei Game of Thrones spit? Oh, my that, goodness. Uh, that, bro, you like, damn, bro. Yeah, like, I don't people, know if people be in it, bro. Like they, they, world, you people be, people be in it. Like you gotta. Oh, just thinking about that shit right now. Just don't make me keep that. I ain't doing no retakes though. Like, anyways, uh, I can't do the first take. Yeah, I might do. Answer, I do. I do the first take because I'm in it. But I'm like, you better get it right this first time. That's it. Man, my, an- my answer for the broken balls is black people. Terrible, terrible, terrible performance by black people in this episode. Not performance per se, but terrible portrayal. For black people this yeah. episode man from top to bottom yeah 
I gotta go Adriana LaServa, man. Like you you you're you're an autopilot. Mm. You you you're you're still you're you're getting married to a junkie that caused you damaged goods. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't need to say much more than that. Like a function anyways. Um Spike, what's your favorite moment of the episode? Uh, my favorite moment of this episode is when Tony's actually riding. Like I, I, I was opposite of you. I liked it when he was riding over to the house and, and the song came on, and he started oh. to tear up and just like the fake emotion and whatnot. That that was like <laughs> one of my favorite scenes. I always that's, that's one of the more memorable scenes of the series for me for some reason. Like I always and because I like that song, but yeah. uh yeah that okay. one. that's crazy because that's the scene you like and then the scene that actually lands that you don't like. I hate that. I hate it. It just make Tony look so weak. It do. Uh, Rich, what's your favorite moment of the episode? The Doctor Melfi scene. That was good. Needed some good, needed some good checks and balances. Um, Tony had to be accountable for his actions, no matter how long ago they were. Um, Tony's, you know, his just innate um, instincts to just defend himself and bring up other people and not hold himself accountable and stuff like that. And even I just like the fact that. Especially when you look at where we started with season one, um, Melfi being able to bring Tony back in and him actually being able to accept it and agree and all right, cool. Like I need to, I need to chill. She just, she is at the point now where she can just give him a look and he'd be like, you know what, I'm wild. You're right. Um, I just love that scene. Mm, that's good. Uh, I was really close to picking the Dirty Mackin by Furio, just because it's like the way they wrote that is so complex. If you're like. Like people that listen to us, they'd be like, bro, I would never caught that. I wouldn't even, I didn't even get it. Like the way we're c- catching those subtleties. But I'm going to go with Paulie getting out, man. You know, what do you hear? What do you say? And even that look, I got to make a meme off that. But like that look, he looks so serious. Like this is my song. Like it's funny. I don't know. It's, uh, I thought it's, you was going to say, I thought you was going to say niggas shooting niggas. I thought that was your favorite song. Oh, you, yeah, you, really? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's in my notes, literally, the scene, niggas shooting niggas. Uh, but that is our episode, man. We thank y'all for tuning in. Um, we are part of many other podcasts. If y'all are interested in those, y'all can check it out in our description on YouTube as well as all of your podcast sites. Uh, if y'all want to reach out to us, we are on Instagram, Good Earner Pod underscore Sopranos. You can DM us to show love or theories or whatever y'all want to uh, get our response on. We're there and also email GoodEarnerPod at gmail.com. So we appreciate y'all uh, for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening. Remember, don't forget about it.